I do hear that. That's my boy Beck. Beck is back. Beck is back, and he is in Midnight Vultures Beck mode, my favorite Beck mode, so I predict this next Beck record is going to blow my ass out through my dick hole. You heard it here first. The new Beck is going to blow Joe's ass out through his dick hole. Welcome to the New Flesh Podcast. My name is Brett Arnold, at Brett Redacted on Twitter. My name is Joe Vela, at Joe Vela on Twitter. Rate and review this podcast on iTunes. You know what? Stop Please. listening. P- press pause or if there's a stop button. I don't know what you're listening on. And go rate us, review us. We know there are hundreds, if not thousand, of you listening. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's like 35 reviews or something. Yeah. Well, that's not good enough. I want to get up to 60. Hashtag NF60. <laughs> get it started on Twitter. We're going to get, I want 60 reviews on our pod by next week by or what June what are you gonna do 18 what are you gonna do if it doesn't happen i don't know ask for a week extension <laughs> let's keep it going guys because that's what i want that's what i want uh maybe we should do like a giveaway or something no we can't do that for we've been for ratings and reviews uh, we, we gave we gave some stuff away to the yeah. last person uh, i think it was jake is his name did you going, you want to do shirts right Oh, yeah. Would you guys buy shirts? Tweet at us if you would buy shirts and or mugs with our sweet logo that Joe made on them. I want to say... Maybe a Marcus Nispel joke on it. I did the uh, I did my wheelchair werewolf shirts through uh, screened, S-K-R-E-E-N-D okay. dot com. It is like the most convenient thing in the world for merch, just in general. And also, they like there's a millions of shirts to choose from, a million of shirt like styles. I mean, yeah. And they have those um, the really soft American Apparel ones. Ooh, like those like tri blend American. Yeah, yeah, apparels. yeah. I mean, American Apparel, like despicable business practices. But I gotta say, but damn them shirts. Those fucking shirts. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Hey, make it feel better. They were made by children in America, and that means a lot to me. I don't like all this child labor from <laughs> Joe is going to get real Pakistan. agoraphobic. Let's real get quick. these American children back to work making shirts so anyway <laughs> if we do it we'll do it on one of those shirts maybe w- when we do it we'll, we'll we'll release the thing and then we'll do like a shirt giveaway or something yeah so we have to make the shirts and then we can give them away well the beauty but of only it is, if you no, buy dude, them it's, it's uh what do you call it like, a la carte or buy as one you go. yeah so we just upload it was great it was perfect you just upload the design and then they have the whole thing set up so you just press a button i'm doing a fucking screen commercial here now let's say listeners if you think we've become a like we've hit the next level and become sponsored, <laughs> sponsored you're wrong i'm sponsoring a company that's really, not even sponsoring us really into this hey, company hey screened uh i just you, you owe me 40 dollars for that one 40 40 for some 40 shirts bucks. i want three free shirts three free shirts mm. uh we're here to talk about we're wrapping up wrapping up the alien franchise with prometheus 2012's prometheus dude in 2012, mm-hmm. since ever since, I've been pretty actively shitting on this movie. Yeah, I was uh, very confused and unimpressed with it. Um, I was at the time. Mm-hmm. I watched it twice this week. Damn, two times. Let's see what happens later. I don't. I'll, I'll tease it. My opinions have changed. You don't seem I'll like say. the kind of guy who would uh, watch a movie he didn't like twice. Right. Yeah. Well. Watching it for purposely. Like, I owned it. I bought it on Blu-ray for a long time ago when more it was junk, like five more bucks. Trash. Um, Another brick and I, in your tomb. <laughs> I just I, I put off watching it because I really didn't like the I, all my memories are just hating this movie. Sure. 
I was so wrong. I was so wrong. Okay, well, then you know. So <laughs> I did. I just spoiled spoiler. my spoiler. We'll see what I still think of it before that. No one cares. We're gonna do. What did you watch, Brett? I watched so much stuff. I uh, went to Portland. I had two long five-hour plane rides to watch movies on. Plus, I've just been kind of doing nothing like I normally do. So, watch a lot of movies. You okay? What are you doing? Your Getting cat your was on my phone. Just, <laughs> my cat will sit on anything electronic because that's the only thing that gets attention in this house. Oh, so she wow. just sits right on it. So it's pretty sad. Yep. Ooh. Watch that beer. Ooh. Let's yeah, put it on the ground, maybe. I'm um, just gonna hold it. Yeah. And this before that, havoc. we're going to do bits and pieces. A lot of hot shit popping off in hot the word, world of horror. Yeah, it's like 2006 again. You'll see why. It's back, baby. It's back. And before that, I don't know. We had two, It's been two weeks. We've yeah, we had the Drew Boldick episode last week. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, it seemed like I got a good response on the Yeah, internet. I think people liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't seen The Taint, I'm going to go ahead and say it's not for everybody. But um, I fucking love it, and it's silly and fun, yeah. and you should watch it. Uh, Drew told me not to put this in, into the description, so like Droma can't find it. But you guys, it's on YouTube for free. If you just search oh. for it, you can find it. If Troma, every time Troma finds it, they shut it down, he says, but he, he wants people to see it. it keeps so popping up. it's there. And Troma strikes search, me the type of company. Uh, yeah. You know, I love Troma, but they're like fiercely independent so yeah. i feel like any movie that they sell is like 25 bucks so i feel like if we say it here in the middle of the, in the middle in like 10 minutes into this podcast no one will find it it's fine yeah so listen or uh go to google type in the taint youtube you can watch the whole movie uh and you should and see uh then yeah. listen to the episode again and see don't if you like it better. just google the taint or you're gonna see don't really google the taint oh man disturbing stuff turn off safe search <laughs> and google the taint google <laughs> hot taint triple x and then go to image search yeah just like Taints. Mm, Brett. Taints. Hello. How was your week? Um, Weeks. What have you been up to? Well, as I announced on the last episode, I yeah. quit my job. Congratulations. And I, thank you. And I'm starting a new job tomorrow. Oh, where are you starting? At Yahoo. Eh. So now every email you send to me is going <laughs> straight to my spam folder? Yeah. Well, right, the, right at yahoo.com? What's funny about it is it's Great. not at Yahoo. It's If you work at Yahoo, it's mm-hmm. at Yahoo-Inc. Oh. So it's like pretty verbose. <laughs> Email. It's crazy because I'm actually on my second job interview at Hotmail. <laughs> I'm really excited because Geo City's gonna pull through. Yeah, mm, Angel Fire. I'm, I'm currently accepting bids from Hotmail and uh, Angel Fire. Wow. I don't know which one I wanna. My wanna work main for. goal as a Buzzing. as the audience development manager at Yahoo will mm-hmm. be to bring Yahooligans back. What's Yahooligans? You don't remember Yahooligans? Oh, no. you're way older than me. Yeah. Um, it was, <laughs> it was the kid section of Yahoo. There was like a dedicated like kid kitty search Stupid. on Yahooligans. Yep. And the, like rest just, in peace Yahooligans. I'm sure there was like silly chat rooms and games and stuff. I don't really remember. It was a different time. See, the most important thing about Brett getting this job is they have a cafeteria where the food is free, and Brett's <laughs> going to be inviting me to come over and have lunch with them every uh, workday now. Every workday. I want that free Salisbury steak. Yeah. I want those free sides. There was a lot of good stuff. I want that black and white cookie. <laughs> I went there last week for a meeting or this uh-huh. yeah, this past week and stayed for lunch and nice. I'm excited. I'll just say I'll leave it at that. Yeah, fucking free food. Yeah. You know how That's much like, but you know how much money I spend on food every day? I'm looking at you, I'm assuming a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you you literally walked right into that one. <laughs> um so yeah, I like food. Free food is good. I'm gonna have yeah. to get a gym membership also. Yep. Don't they have a gym there too? They have no. to have a workout facility there. I don't think they do. Really? It's a huge building. Maybe I'll they find it. it. But it, it wasn't in my pamphlet. Well, congratulations. Here's Thank you. here's to new beginnings. Or sure. something. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, so uh I just been kinda lounging the last week, watching mm-hmm. a lot of movies. I went <laughs> I drove up to Niagara Falls to see Umphreys McGee. What a loser. It was really cool. Okay. Uh, I stayed with my friends in Rochester who wow. just had a they had a ten week old baby. 
together? That's not surprising. It's crazy to surprising. me. Everyone has kids. Well, you're like 30-something. Yeah. I'm like 20-something. Yeah, this no. is just starting to happen. It's very there scary. You go. Yeah, get ready, buddy. Um, but good Lord, are babies useless? Like, you, <laughs> they couldn't... Like, I spent a weekend with uh, them. I think his parents will disagree, but okay. <laughs> no, like, it's just amazing how, like, your life really does... Like it, your life is now taking care of this thing that needs your constant fucking attention. Yes, parenting like, is hard, so I've assumed from everyone complaining about. Yeah, it I know, time. but like seeing it firsthand, like saying hot with take friend, from Brett Arnold, babies take up a lot of time. <laughs> what? It it was just a different. It was a different experience actually being there with a mother and a father who are just figuring things out. It was just. It was interesting. It one was wonders a, why they don't have like one like a, like a like a um, a crib that's like a hamster cage with like a top and just like and just have like the thing kind of a, a breast milk kind of like just suckling down the cake and just roll around its yeah, own. Yeah, why throat. don't why don't we treat babies more like hamsters? Yeah, I don't see why not. It's fucking dumb. Well, that's really nice. Congratulations to your friend and their useless baby. <laughs> I went it's to adorable. I went to Portland. Oh yeah, what's what's that about? It was great. Drink Mo, some coffee. Mo and I took a little vacation there. We did have a lot of coffee, also a lot of beer, also saw some beautiful scenery. It's lovely up there. Portland, Oregon? Oregon? No, I went to fucking Portland, Maine. Yeah, Portland, <laughs> Oregon. <laughs> the fuck's up in Portland, Maine? I don't Nothing. know. Heroin abuse? Isn't heroin Syrup bad in Maine? Or something? I don't know. Fuck all that. I don't know. Um, yeah, but Portland, Oregon was awesome. And luckily, because it's two five-hour flights there and back, I got to watch a bunch of movies. So, Lucky uh, that you. Was good. Yeah, well, cool. I don't have time to watch movies, so long plane rides helped me get uh, some movie watching done. Anything else I do? Um, What'd you do this weekend? Well, yesterday I went to the Guggenheim. Ooh. I hadn't been there before. Beautiful. Saw some cool art. Dude, art? Yeah, I'm in art. Art is tight. I like it. Maholi Naj, they're doing an exhibit of all of his, uh, his work. Shout out to the Bauhaus. Shout out to 1924's uh, Modern Design. My boy uh, Maholi Naj, one of the, uh, the uh, facu- founding faculty. Maholi Naj. Maholi Dash Naj is his last name. I think his first name is Vladimir. His first name He's is. He's one like of the Bauhaus guys <laughs> who, uh, who ended up doing all that like uh, European you know, circles and triangles clashing in New York, this Dude, sort of stuff. Yeah. You're not going to find a bigger fan of circles and triangles than this guy. Me. Love him. Love him. Hang on, take a sip. Joe's mm. taking a sip of a beer. It's a two-hearted ale, Bell's Brewery. Yeah, it's sponsored Mich- by Bell's. Guys, want to throw us a few dollars? That's another, that's another couple six-packs. Yo, two-hearted. You should sponsor me because I buy a six-pack of you almost every day. That's all he does. And it's so goddamn expensive in the city. Is it? That was like, what, 15 bucks a six-pack? For pack? a six-pack? Come on. In Chicago, you are not paying that much. Yeah, 12. And you know it. Say oh, really? $3. Yeah, it's like eight ninety nine. That's about right. I wonder. Hey, this isn't the beer podcast. This is the whole podcast. In Rochester, they took me to a a place called World of Beer. And they had literally cases of Two-Hearted. It was so cheap, I almost bought some, but I didn't. Because I would have to commute with it. Yeah, can you bring those over the the border, as I said? The border? It was within the same state, but I don't know. All right, Brett. Well, enough about our exciting lives. I feel like something other stuff We didn't talk about last night. We wanted to talk about last night. What happened last night? I don't know. I, don't I walked I in. You're like, you're wearing a shirt. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I all, went out all dressed up. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm hardly dressed up. So you came here straight from going out? Yeah. It was, a, it, was a, it was a weird and wild night. Why? What happened? No, it wasn't that weird. We went to... I don't... I'm not one to go to a nightclub-y type scene. No, you are not. <laughs> Certainly I'm not. But uh, it's a friend's birthday, and they uh, they wanted to go out dancing. Yeah. So we went to the Bossa Nova Civic Club. I oh yeah, it's a couple called. blocks away from here. It's really close to here, and it's like amazing to me that that type of place exists within this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's just funny. Like walking in there is a completely different world. You walk in, it's just pitch pitch black. There's like weird strobe lights, 
and just fucking fog. Yeah, it's like brutal. It was like if you ever if you're from Illinois, it reminded me of Laser Zone, where you'd go play laser tag. Okay. Uh, just very like had that same smell and like the fog, and everyone was just dancing in this like dancing section, but like alone stag like looking at the dj like as if there's like some like artist through there to watch just some guy playing the most repetitive like i don't know what you call it house music yeah Yeah, just like super it was it was interesting sure it was fun to be there djs hey dj (laughs) right what was that that's the hey dj song uh yeah there are a lot of lasers 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 involved a lot of this you know what it could have used a little more. A little more uh, rap horn. A little more rap horn. But yeah, that was my night. Yeah, it's And fun. you went to the Goog. Yeah. We had very different nights. Yeah, we're a couple of cool dudes. I'm you in 10 years. Get ready. Oh, fuck. Get a good luck. At least I'll have some sick cats. Yeah, and hair. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Man, you're just making it too easy today. Oh. Too dash easy. Joe was just lobbing them at me. All right, baby. Time to get into bits and pieces. So much shit's popping off this week. And these last two weeks in horror... And, oh, you know I got that theme song. Here we go. Wait, computers take going slow. So, here we go. <laughs> Biggity bits. Pibbity pieces. Bits and pieces. Too Pibbity, good. Pibbity pieces? Too good. Pibbity pieces? Too good. Piggity pieces. <laughs> Is it piggity or pibbity? I think I did piggity. Let's listen to it again. No. Oh, if your computer right. weren't so slow, we would have done that. Again. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Yo, dude. You said no. Guess what? <laughs> Rob Zombie shares 31 poster and trailer premiere date. Okay, so Rob Zombie's 31's coming out. Which uh, debuted to mixed reviews, as they mostly do. Yes. Interesting, though. Um, it is co- is going to be released on VOD on September 16th. I and saw then theatrically, that. October 21st. What do you think of this? I like the VOD strategy. I don't think it should be. I think it should be the other way around. No, I, I don't, don't. I don't understand why you'd release it on video first, so everyone's already seen it, and then leave it in theaters on Halloween for people who don't. I know exactly why, because the people who actually want to see this are, are gonna, small. Are gonna wait? Are, are no, small? Uh, it's a small group of people oh. who actually are like, I, I can't like, wait for, for children. Yeah, I can't wait. I, I would say tens of thousands at the most in this country are like, I can't wait to see Rob Zombie's Thirty One, and I'm going to watch it on September Sixteenth when it comes out. All those people are going to see it, and they're going to spend, I don't know, the next couple of weeks tweeting and reviewing it. Right. The hope is that everyone's tweeting and talking about it and, and writing about it is going to kind of put it in everyone else's ear. In the public ear, consciousness. In the public consciousness. Yeah. And I'm going to guess October when it's close to Halloween. What yeah. do people want to see in the movie theater on Halloween? Horror movies. Quite go, the oh, theory, Joe. That, that, that's the Rob Zombie movie. 31. Yeah, I thought I heard that was good. Quite the theory. No, that's right. Because it's, think about it. He could do that, or he could sp- the the studio that he doesn't have. It was Saban Films, Saban which I Films. think is his, right? Yeah, I think so. Would he really want to spend tens, if not hundreds, of thousand dollars in a marketing campaign that he doesn't yeah. have? Yeah, he's just going to turn. He's going to he's going to bank well, on the word of mouth. This reminds me of what the studio just did with X Men Apocalypse. It came out in foreign territories before America, and usually they still wait for New York critics to see it until it actually comes out. Yeah. But what they did was they let New York critics see it three weeks early, hoping that it was going to be because they th- they were they had they had faith in it. That's so they thought right. yeah. they thought it was going to coast onto that word of mouth like you just said. Yeah. But the exact opposite happened. What? Everyone hated it. Yeah. And then it got brutally brutalized for three weeks, and then it came out. And everyone, it didn't. It did fine, but like it didn't do as well as. Don't you think it's have. weird that that X Men did that? Because it was a huge. No, it's budget very film. weird. Yeah. Why don't they just do? It's just strange. They never do that. Without, yeah. Um. They they thought it was gonna be. They thought people were gonna love it, and they just were wrong. So stupid. They just were wrong. Yeah. I I did like it, so they were right with me. Yeah, Apocalypse looks cool. I mean, it dude, it was cool. it was. Uh, 
I can't get over it. There's this great article on The Ringer, which is the new Grantland, Bill Simmons' new site. Um, Sam right. Donsky, who's my fucking favorite writer right now, uh-huh. he wrote... Yo, Sam, shout out to Sam yeah, from Vienna Yeah, he pod. wrote this X-Men ranking. Talk about baseball horror. Um, is that a thing? No. Are there no sports horror movies? I'm thinking. A football team from hell? Dude, why aren't the sports horror movie? That's interesting. Thank you. Delete this so no one could steal it. I'm interesting, if you can believe it. I'm interesting. No, how about this? Tweet at us uh, your pitch for a... Uh, your pitch? Yeah, or your... Baseball pitch? Your, oh, for a so, horror movie? Your log line for a sports horror film. I'm going to go first, and I'm going to say a football team on the way to a game, a high school football team, crashes because the rival team wanted to sabotage the bus, but it got oh, way worse and they all died. Yeah. And then they technically get the championship by default. And then that, that football dying. team is haunted by the ghosts of the football team that they killed. That sounds awesome. And they're all killed like in football ways. Like they're getting like tackled and sick. <laughs> they get killed in football ways. Like, uh, like, uh, the, 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 the quarterback of the, of the mean team is like, just like out drinking one day. He's like, what have I done? What have I done? And then like these ghosts in a, in uh, a football, the football, football gear, they yeah. all like like blitz him or whatever, and like but they hit him in every different direction, so he like rips he, like, in half. Rips in part. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, you're okay. onto something. Here. Uh, someone make it. I don't want to. Um, do I have one? Uh, do, uh, I'll give you a sport. Basketball. Basketball. Go. Um, uh, uh, it takes place in modern times. Perfect. Uh, it's uh, Steph Curry and LeBron James yeah. are uh, facing off on the court, mm-hmm. and um, oh god, uh, yeah. it's the half court thing. Yeah. And um, they're doing this thing where if the the audience member makes it, they get to hang out with the 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 their, the, the, the one they like. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the athlete Curry of their the, choosing. The so it's either yeah. Steph Curry or LeBron James, and this guy makes the half court shot. Oh my god, this is a good idea, and I think I know where this is going. But keep going. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he gets to hang out with Steph Curry, and he ends up doing like a satanic ritual on him, and it's like or weird. just something. He just, just something. crazy. It's like a murderer. That's a fucking great idea. Do you, do you think so? Okay, I, I literally didn't have, know what I was no, where I was going with that. Like almost <laughs> like it's a mix of like big it. fan. And oh, uh, yeah. and like the gift or something like it just gets really weird. Yeah, gets dude. Really weird. Uh, here's my basketball one. Uh, so it's in. So you it, said basketball, so you could say your own. Yeah, yeah, you already knew. No, I thought of it as you're saying because I'm like, <laughs> oh, Brett's got nothing, but I've got something. <laughs> well, this could work for any sport, but this could pick basketball. So it's an, it's a, it's an uh, the present, an alternate present, whatever sport. Let's pick basketball. Uh, let's pick hockey. Where oh, I love hockey. Where ho- but hockey is like. Like religion, like 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 politics, like like the world revolves around hockey and everything that hockey is. It's almost like soccer in South America. Let's say so this movie takes place in Canada. Yeah. Okay. Fine. And they find out that uh, one of the worst hockey teams, uh, this one guy's on, he wants he'll do anything to win. So one day an alien visits him and gives him this magic stick, and he says, "With this stick, you will always make a shot. But every time you make a shot, someone you don't know dies." It's like the box yeah but with hockey but with hockey <laughs> and they become like the best team and they're like winning like crazy and then everyone wants him to score more but he's kind of caught between scoring and killing someone versus winning the game you know what's another good idea what do you got um something that involves the olympics sure and like um and like, like a government hostage, interf- like a hostage situation <laughs> like in barcelona or something uh, okay what this is getting too ir- was that eric Bar- bannison was that in barcelona it's a couple munich Barcel- you're munich about, you're talking about munich yeah i was thinking of munich <laughs> what happened in barcelona anything um barcelona <laughs> Barcelona. <laughs> Barcelona. Uh, how, about, how about Munich and Barcelona? That's our movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Um, no, but like something that involves the Olympics, but like um, political interference and like mm. government interference mm-hmm. and like like Russia starts killing off other. <laughs> it's always Russia. Okay. Russia starts killing off like American. Motherfuck Russia. I don't get. I'll say it. And North Mo- Korea. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Dude, we're gonna be. Bring it. We're gonna be so murdered. Oh my god! This th- we gotta take this podcast down or they'll launch the nukes like in like in the interview. <laughs>
so is that your thought of the Olympics movie? Yeah, that's all I got. Okay. I don't know. Okay, next. Tweet at us some, uh, your sports pitches. Hashtag sports horror. Yeah, you know what? If it's too long, you know what? I don't understand what people don't do when people like try to like do like a like a fifteen tweet tweet on Twitter or whatever. Fifteen tweet tweet. You know what? Because yeah, it's not forty it. characters. One they do like a 15. long one. Yes. Uh, just use Medium. It's free and it takes two seconds. Yeah, and you just like tweet it. Yeah, you just tweet like here's my, here's what I said about. Or this. you could what people do. I, I hate I hate when I see this, but like they take like write their notes in like a phone uh, and then screenshot screen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, cheating, yeah. you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking cheating. Okay, so the it remake is back on track. Yeah, Dude, and they they cast them right. So many hurdles, but they've got their Pennywise actor Bill Skarsgård, who, who wait, he was in. It, like is it spelled like Stellan Skarsgård? No, because like, doesn't it... Stellan's have like a weird like yeah. circle over something? Yeah, this dude's in Hemlock Grove. I mean, he looks like a demon. You know, he kind of looks, looks like, like a he demon. looks like the guy who gets his head cut off and mailed to the other uh, king in a uh, in Braveheart. Oh, like, cool. He's like, I can't tell my cousin I I lost the castle. And I was like, ah, oh, package for you. Like a basket pulls out the guy's head. Yeah, that he looks just like that guy. Maybe it's his kid. Anyway, um. <laughs> It has been in production hell. Pre-production hell. Pre-production hell. From what hell. I understand, yeah. Uh, Steve, you're a great writer. It's just not working with the movies. Why fucking bother? Well, yeah. Is he going to... He What did he direct? Maximum Overdrive? No, he's not directing. I'm just I know, I know. Yeah. But like... He's, he's at least directing <laughs> I that. prefer that to this. Yeah, I'd rather I him think. make something fucking insane and like ill-informed and like be like a mess like because he knows what he's fucking doing. Era, or just in general, era. him just being like, I don't understand how this works, so just do these weird things. Like... For all of its flaws, Maximum Overdrive has that like charm of like, man, whoever made this was going fucking balls deep. Yeah. It went crazy on it. Oh, well. Uh, so that's all I have to say about that. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to be very good, and I'd hate to be cynical, but movies rarely well, it's been, are good when they're you know, like this, this. Carrie Fukunaga left. It was supposed to be two parts. I think it's still two parts, and it's like. I mean, <sighs> if you think about it, to tell that story in two parts, it's going to be like. Well, you, it's like what? The kids is one part, and then them yeah. as adults the You've second part. You've seen The Watchmen, the movie, correct? Yeah. That's another movie that like it's fine, but when you but read like, the book, you're like, like this should have been this should have been a series. Yeah, it totally should have been a series. And people are like, and it was supposed to be an HBO yeah, series. Yeah, they're like, oh, the movie was okay. It's like, yeah. trust me, like, th- so this is gonna be one of those. But now that I hate Zack skim, Snyder, skim the surface. I'm going back and kind of rethinking if I really like Watchmen. At the time, I thought it was fine. Yeah, I but it was like cool. it was never better than like that was kind of cool. The book is just so promising. It's so hard to do. The and Watchmen. They, they took the squid out of the movie. Yeah, I know that was kind of annoying. It was dumb. Um, I mean, yeah, the Watchmen's incredible. It was my favorite quote-unquote book for a very long time. I don't know if you call it a book, graphic yeah, it novel, or whatever. Uh, speaking of obnoxious things that are related to things that are good that exist, <laughs> did you know they're remaking Jacob's Ladder? No. They are. And this is fucking frustrating as shit. What do you mean? They're re- it's straight up remaking Jacob's Ladder. Yeah, the director David M. Rosenthal reimagining of the 1990s thriller. They just hired... Uh, someone named Guy Burnett, who's in Ray Donovan, a show I don't watch. A show your it. dad probably watches. Fucking loves Everybody's it. dad. Oh watches. my god! Really? Yeah. I was gonna. Loves it. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's my like my parents love it. It too. just looks like that show. That's like he's a tough guy. That's just wa- beating the shit out of people. Isn't he know? like like a fixer? Like one of those things where it's like he's a fixer. Yeah, you like, send him somewhere and he beats that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the just black. Like, uh, yeah. Blacklist. What's the one? Yeah, with Yeah, James Spader. Yeah, it's another one which just being like it's just revolving around a guy who's like this super cool. You don't give a fuck about the rules. And every and every scene is like a normal person being like hey calm down he's just like smart as common person like Ugh. i am calm. yeah he's like he's like uh i tell <laughs> he puts like on it the is, sunglasses yeah. or he's something like, i'm fucking naomi watts <laughs> is still L- i think is Liv Schreiber fucking yeah they're married oh man total bummer no uh, you know good i thought them. i had a chance they seem like a nice couple what with leave you know yeah with leave okay leave schreiber schreiber the best part of spotlight 
Um, the original Jacob's Ladder, written by Bruce Joel Rubin and directed by Adrian Lin. That's like Tim Robbins and... Uh, yeah, I fucking love that movie. That movie's yeah. awesome. It's so good. It's brilliant. Um, and this remake. It's really intense. Yeah, I don't think it would work. Crazy. It's terrifying, I don't too. think it would work anymore. Or like, and ugh, remakes are so bad. Can we I just know. stop? Speaking of which, uh, next uh, the next bit and piece, you have some remake news. Oh, yeah. I do. I do. I do. you got to start bringing your laptop to these. This, this I don't have one right now. now. I know. I'll have one tomorrow. Oh, right, right, um, right. Oh, remake news. So, um, we've talked in the previous weeks about yeah. the new age of horror remakes. I think we, we definitely talked about Halloween and John Carpenter, which we're excited about. Uh, we have, Brett. We have. We have maybe have mentioned Leatherface Origin. It's just called Leatherface. It's They're doing another Leatherface movie, and I'm pretty sure it's directed by the people who did it inside. Um, let me confirm that before I get all excited about it, because I'm like 90% sure. But yeah, it's directed by... Yeah, the chicks who did Inside, which I don't know. Joe is you've seen it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good movie. It's the what, best. What's fucking it? Movie. The Something Sisters or whatever? No, they're those are the ones doing the Cronenberg remake. These right. are just it's Alexandra Bustillo and mm-hmm. Julianne Mori. Um, so they're doing a prequel to uh, Texas Chainsaw, just called Leatherface. Cool. Which I wouldn't be I wouldn't be excited if they weren't involved. It's mm-hmm. one of those things where I'm like, oh, cool filmmakers doing a cool thing. Okay, I'll try it. Okay. Um, now we've got uh, a new Friday the 13th movie coming. What do we got? Confirmed. And it's not going to be a sequel to the one they did in, what, 2009? Yeah. Not, it, they're basically, that was a remake. That was, like, was that an attempt at a reboot or just a new one? That was an attempt of a reboot that, if you remember, we've talked about it before, the first 20 minutes is kind of like its own little yeah. mini Jason movie, mm-hmm. and it's fucking awesome, and sure. then the rest of the movie happens, and it's like, fine. Yeah. Um, so it seems like they're just doing another one, and mm-hmm. uh, producer Brad Fuller said this week that it's an origin movie that no one has seen before. Obviously, Pamela's there, but it's a little bit different. So they're redoing Jason's origin which we all know involves his mother. The first movie is mostly about his mother. Um, this one will probably be mostly about Jason, and they're going to convolute. It's going to be convoluted and weird and dumb, and I don't know. Because people want to <laughs> see Jason. Yeah. No one's going to watch a movie about an old lady who's upset that her son died. Yeah. So there's some. They already have a writer. That's like mov- some boring ass Meryl Streep. The movie's shit. opening on a Friday the Thirteenth in 2017, the January Thirteenth. It's a January release, which is bad. It's, it's really bad. well, it could be bad, but it's also like That's one like, of those counter programming things. Like, isn't like the weekend of the Oscars? Uh, that's like late um, February, but like this is basically this is the dump month. But yep. the dump month has been filled with shit like there's gonna be like a probably like a jingoistic Go America movie in that weekend. They always do that. Like, do they? Yeah, like, like thirteen like, hours or whatever. Thirteen hours was this year. Then it was American Sniper, and then it was Zero Dark Thirty, and then it was Hurt Locker. There's always one in November in January, and they always Weird. do well or kind of do well. So I think putting a horror movie there is maybe just them trying to counter the idea of like dump month or it's just a bad movie. It's not even a movie yet, so we can't speculate that. I just um, I'm, not, I'm just not happy because, you know. I don't work with the Friday the 13th uh, franchise, obviously. So That'll probably be the next one we should do as like a franchise. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna take some time for that. That's like 12? There's, n- There's 10, and then they did the Freddy vs. Jason, and then did the remake. And the remake. 12. Well. So no. I mean, in, in the far future. Um, before this comes out. Before what comes out? The that Friday movie? The 13th. Yeah, okay. In 2017. Um, I was going to say, though. Is we that have less sp- than a year. It's that, you know, they, they've said what they had to say with, with Jason. You can't. You can't make an. You can't make another. Those good sequ- Friday the 13th some of those movie. sequels are fucking bad. But I, I know that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. you can't start it over because we all know what happened. And to start over, it's just it's not exciting to watch uh, a kid get picked on and then die and then the mom kill people because we know the reveal now. 
And then yeah, it, well, it's different. But it's not going to be any good. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's just because you just you can't. I'm sorry, it's not going to be any good. And I really am mad that they're doing it. Joe's mad. Yeah. And he doesn't right. care. There's another remake thing popping, right? Uh, yeah, the other remake is... We did talk about Halloween oh. two weeks ago. With yeah, no, that Carpenter. was... I think that was it. What, did you, what were you thinking of? Uh, I don't know. I thought you said there's a... Well, I have like alien news. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Um, so look, this is a spoiler. I'm going to say it right now. I'm kind of mad I read it. So Go I kind of even it. don't want to read it, but I'll, read, I'll it. read it. So skip ahead if you don't want to know anything about Alien Covenant. I'll give you a couple seconds. Okay. Um, so... This movie's happening, which is, this is good timing. We had a Prometheus episode. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm now very warmed up to Prometheus and very excited for a sequel. Whoa. But uh. this next one, as we know, it's not called Prometheus anymore. It's called Alien Covenant. And okay. the way it's being envisioned is there's going to be a tr- another one, I guess, before. It's basically, there's going to be a trilogy before Alien. So Prometheus was part one. This is part two, and I think the idea is there's going to be another one before they get to 1979's Alien. Okay. Thematically. Okay. 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 So okay. The, re- the big reveal here is that Catherine Waterston was just cast, who was in Inherent Vice, and she was in Jobs. Um, Haven't seen either of those. Inherent Vice, she's like the, the on first woman career. on screen in that movie. Congratulations, but I don't know who you are because I haven't seen the movies you've She's been. gorgeous. And you should what an attractive actress. Yeah, it's crazy. Humana, huh? Humana, humana, humana. Uh, so Waterston will be playing Ripley's mother. Cool. Yeah. So I don't know. Is that supposed to? Are you saying it's a spoiler? Yeah. I think it's a spoiler. Oh well, it's unless it's it's revealed at the end. I don't know how it's going to be revealed, but the idea that like I like it. That they're trying to connect it to the alien, but like, what did Ripley's mother have to do with anything? Like, do we kn- like prior? No, yeah, nothing, dog. right? Yeah, dog. I'm making that no shit face. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. stupid. It's really yeah. Dumb. Well, in the video game Alien Isolation, which um, is came that out, canon or video games canon? It, well, this one is trying to be. Uh. It's um, it's t- you're you're Ripley's daughter in that one, which is actually a thing because of that scene in Aliens, which mm. we know about. Um, so Alien Isolation, by the way, is the is first like video the game Sims I bought in years, like and it's great. Her and she gets married and has kids and has a house. Like, what, uh, where's my mom? <laughs> no, she's in space. And it's basically, uh, Alien Isolation is just one alien. There's not like you fighting aliens. It's you trying to escape one alien. It's really intense. Aliens are scary, man. Yeah, it's good. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Ripley's mother is going to be in this, and that, that'll help tie it to Alien, and that's, that's the news. And, there uh, you go. All I know is I'm excited about this movie now, and I hope it's good. You know... We'll get, obviously we'll talk about Prometheus in a little bit, but I too am a little more excited. Yeah. Well, after watching the Alien sequels, which none of them were particularly upsetting to me, but they're mm-hmm. not like great. I think Prometheus stands out now. Like I thought it was fucking interesting. It's just such a, I don't know. There's so much happening in it, and before I used to be pissed off at like what it didn't answer, and now I don't really have any questions. I think it kind of now that I see it in context of what I now know it as, I think it helped me deal with it and enjoy it. What does? Just like knowing what I was getting into, because when I saw it in the theaters, I must have been expecting something way different. Than Everyone Prometheus. was. Everyone was expecting like, oh, here we're gonna see how that we're gonna see like, the first. We're alien. gonna see xenomorphs again, but yeah. like no. Um, and now I know, knowing that it wasn't that this time, mm-hmm. I was like, this is actually a really, it's a great sci-fi movie. Just like general sci-fi themes, mm-hmm. just like it's a great science fiction movie. Great. All right. Now we're gonna be talking about Prometheus in a hot minute, but first, Brett and I have to discuss what we watched in the last two weeks. I watched a lot. He watched a lot. Here's that theme. I mean, is it me, or have I gotten so much better producing music since I started this podcast? This is, like, too good. Even I'm amazed. Check out this beat. Yeah. All right, what'd you watch? 
Okay, stop. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Okay, so um, let's pop it off real quick. I saw, I finally saw Clover, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, yeah. That's fine. You didn't love it? No, definitely not. Um, I think uh, it's a great little thriller, and I really hate the last 10 minutes. Yeah, I agree. Didn't not need, spoiler, I guess, did not need to tie it in that way. To the, I don't think so either. If it were called anything else, I would have liked it more. And if it ended 10 minutes before it ended, I would have liked it more. I would have liked it more if you got out and then, doesn't it seem like, so we're just going to spoil it right now. Uh, you see from the trailer, she gets in a car accident, wakes up in a bunker where a guy's like, yeah, 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 something's happened. The whole world is is contaminated. You can't leave. And she's like, is this true or not? There's another guy down there. And a little back and forth. Yeah, it's a really great, like, closed, enclosed space thriller. And then, yeah, when she gets out, it turns out that a version of aliens are kind of, like, patrolling the Earth now and, like, killing and zapping anyone who's, like, out and about and, like, spraying, like, poisonous clouds and stuff. It's not always poisonous because they have, like, a poisonous, like, spray almost, remember? Like, the green yeah. stuff? Yeah, yeah, But instead of it being, like, those big Cloverfield aliens that were cool, it's, like, these, like, these, like almost, like, organic spaceships. Yeah, it was with, like, very tentacles strange. and stuff. It was just, like... And, like... Doesn't it seem like when you, if you watch... That to me is like when you watch a bad Netflix sci-fi horror movie and they always make them like, because they make them so cheap, it's always like, there's something on the, yeah, there's something on the poster that looks really scary, but it always just turns out to be a bunch of people arguing in a spot and you see like an alien for like two minutes and that's what they put on the cover. That totally was what this movie felt like. I'm telling you guys, like, John Goodman's performance in this is excellent and all the stuff of them being kind of stuck in is very good and there's more to the story than them just being stuck in there so it's very clever. But yeah, when they get out, it's like, oh, that's kind of dumb, you know? And the alien looks stupid and it has one of those like obnoxious endings where it's like she realizes... She's like driving and she hears like on the radio coming through like, oh, we're in Houston and we're fighting the resistance. And she's just like kind of like sees a sign that says like turn left to go to Houston. And she's like, OK, or whatever it was. Charleston, I don't remember what it was. Just overall, yeah, the ending was like, oh, come on, really? And yeah, if it wasn't a Cloverfield movie and if it wasn't even like a bad robot movie, it was just something else. It was just been like it would have been fine. Well, A, it wouldn't have made any money. Yeah. But the way they marketed it was genius. And I'm like not mad at them. Yeah. But like it truly is a bait and switch. It's. They gave it a, the title Cloverfield only for brand recognition purposes. Yep. So people would know what it is and want yeah. to see it. It doesn't have anything to do with Cloverfield. Here's the deceit. Nothing. Here's the deceit and how he's going. Here's how he's going to Eli Roth it. Well, he's a, yeah. Because he had said like, oh yeah, it's like a blood relative to it. Yeah. I think what he when he said that he was kind of purposely but unintentionally. I don't know if that makes sense. Purposely but not directly implying that it's a sequel to Cloverfield. But what yes. he actually means is. Oh, it's an alien movie, like how Cloverfield was. Right, but also that's how it's blood. I thought are, it was gonna be blood related. Like she gets out, and like there's the monster. That's what I thought too. That's like, what everyone. Like, that's what I thought was. Like, like the reveal was like they're roaming all those dozens all around just destroying. Yeah, that the that would have been world. better for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be like, if you're gonna tie it in that way, do it. But this was just like, and I guess he could look at it and be like, yeah, that Cloverfield monster from the first one's one version. This is another version. Yeah. Like it's like a whole like alien race has like different. You know what I mean? Exactly. The way the way a lot of people like, the way a lot of people took it where that Cloverfield now just the, the word Cloverfield is now like analogous to saying like a, the Twilight Zone or something. Yeah. Where it's like, it's like a brand where you're like, you go see a Twilight Zone movie. You, it's going to be about, the twist. yeah, it's going to be something. The so it's, it's like a brand more than like a series, if that makes yeah. sense. So I'm, I'm, I'm down for another Cloverfield movie that is tenuously connected to the last one, but now people know the formula. So like people won't be bait and switched anymore because the first time it's like fool me once shame on you, but now that they do another one, people will know what they're getting into. It can be a completely different movie. But I mean, but and also what will they, they, by the know. way, the reveal is 
um, that it was in fact aliens because the whole movie they're like is it actually something yeah, or is this John guy just Goodman crazy? Just crazy. Well, he's definitely crazy. So, the yeah, scene well, with the vat of... Uh, yeah, yeah. So well, why is he crazy? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess he couldn't have said too much about aliens in it because then yeah. I kind of would have given it away. Well, you know what I liked about that movie? There's one scene that yeah. I really liked. What do you got? The scene where they're playing charades yeah. and I think she gets the word like princess or something. No, she gets Santa Claus. Santa Claus. And he, no, no, no. No, it's like the whole scene is that he can't even see her as a woman. And it's like what? because... Um, the whole thing is like because he he has that he wants her like his daughter was killed or something right. And it turns out to be some girly kidnapped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, like, don't, you don't understand the reveal. To me, the reveal yeah. also was that underground shelter was not so much as like a bomb shelter for like a coming thing. It was because yeah. he kidnapped a girl and, yeah. and kept her down there until yeah. she eventually killed herself, or he killed her. Yeah. And that's he just happened to have it, and then this happened. He just like went down there. From my understanding, I don't really remember, but my read of that movie was that happened. Yeah, and like. And maybe his daughter she was trying to like replace did, his yeah. daughter. That was it wasn't his daughter; it was a girl. That was yeah, a, like whatever. Yeah, yeah. She was just trying to like find a person that fit the description. And like, there's that one that one charade scene so I'm talking about. Charades, yeah. Watch it again. It's just like I I don't remember the specifics of it now, but like I remember being like moved by it. I was just like, oh, the, right. um, I was gonna say the way that's like the writing of it, how they revealed yeah. his character traits through that scene mm. by being like he literally couldn't see her in in any other like. It was so blatant. I, I have to see it again before I get to speak. But there's also a clever, clever thing in there where he gets Santa Claus. I mean, this is also when they were like conniving, like secretly making the suit for her to escape. Yeah. And he's just like, I, I'm, I watch, I'm watching you. Yeah. I know what you're up to. Yeah. There's nothing you can do that I don't know about. And they're like, what the fuck? And then it's times up, he's like, oh, Santa Claus. And the whole yeah. time you're just like, wait, is he is like, is this a clue or is he yeah. just like ma- taking this moment to tell them he knows what they're up to? Right. Yeah. So yeah, that it, was good. That, there's a lot of parts. It just was not. It's hey, it's no Cloverfield, baby. I love it's Cloverfield. It's no CF. I love it. Yeah. What else did you watch? Uh, finally saw Insidious three. I fucking loved it. Did you? Fucking loved you, it. I've, you, I've said on this two. podcast a hundred times Way how better much than I love that movie. Yeah. Right? yeah, it's not as good as one, but very close. I think it might be better, but I don't. Very close. I don't one. remember the, the distinction. Masterfully the made. It's not a rehash. It's of a the directorial debut. Lay Wanel. Lay Wanel. Yeah, did a great job. He crushed it. I know. It's not. Yes, it has the elements of the first two Insidiouses, but it is original enough to where you're not like, yep, here I we go the, again. The ingen- like we talked about before, all these yeah. movies about like blind people or deaf people. Yeah. Uh, her being crippled to the bed mm-hmm. was a good, was like a nice touch. Some rear it added some shit. really intense scenes. Yeah, and the way that like introducing this monster, like, dude, the part, uh, like the two times when she's in New York and the two times she sees like the monsters like waving at her from a distance. Yeah. So terrifying. Yeah. So fucking terrifying. I love yeah. the I like Masterfully those movies done. a lot. Yep. Way better than two. I'm excited for four. Those four guys got coming. it, man. They got the fucking goods. Lay Speaking Wano. of that, I'll jump in what with I saw the Conjuring too. How was it? Um, good. Did Lay write that one as well? No, it's this James Wan entirely, right? Isn't I don't it? know. Yeah, I think it's James Wan. It's baby. Um, good to see James Wan back in his comfort zone. Mm-hmm. He left to do Fast Seven. He's also doing was, Aquaman. Yeah, he is. Um, Fast Seven for me, huge disappointment. Not entirely Juan's fault he had to deal with the death of his star and like rewriting the whole movie around it yeah um and it's just a mess of a movie but his action scenes are incoherent and bad really yes i thought he was good with action stuff he's good with horror like the conjuring 2 is so masterfully crafted and like um the shot composition is so purposeful and deliberate that it's almost distracting okay but it's it's pretty beautiful it's just like conjuring 2 is what happens when a movie like Conjuring is a, is a huge success. Like yeah. they just, it's like everything you'd want, but like blown out of proportion to like blockbuster-y okay. proportions. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it a lot. It's over two hours long. It's like two that. hours and nope. ten minutes long. No. 
It doesn't if need to be that long. If your movie's over two hours long, it better be about a historical figure. Yeah, it doesn't need to be that long. It's ridiculous, um, two hours. I think the series is going to keep going because it's like the Warren files or, you know? Yeah. So, like, there's, there's so many of them. Like, in actual, however you want to believe it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, there's tons of them that are... The case in this movie was, like, allegedly a hoax. So, like, they play with that a lot and deal with it, pretend maybe being a hoax, but then there's, like, another ulterior motive behind it. Yeah. So, I thought it was... It's a smart horror movie. If you enjoyed The Conjuring, you're going to love it. If you like, yeah, there's James. No one else can make haunted house movies anymore. James Wan has like perfected it. And also, there's no like, reason like, what to. are you gonna do? What can you do that's new? The haunted that's house? the thing. I'm sure someone comes up with something crazy, but for the most part, he's because all these other yeah. ha- all these other haunted house movies come out. They're just like his movies. I know, and they're just slightly worse. I mean, he's got to like, get a nickel for every these, time someone makes a fucking haunted house movie. Yeah, at this point. every like these movies are they're not trying to be anything other than jump scare movies, and like they crush that. Like they're good at it. Like because, even me who because seen they a, got tons of jump scares, but you're like you're locked in right away. You're locked that's in. That's what I Conjuring, uh, not the Conjuring, Insidious, Insidious Three. I yeah. can't describe why. I was just, so scared by the movie. I felt that like yeah. the way that they introduced every character and the girl and her dad, like like and, and the people in the in the show, I was like, excuse me, the movie, like Isn't right away, like Dermot Mulroney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's a single dad because her mom died. And they have a, they have a, 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 she has a younger brother. There's the couple. Of, there's the family that lives next door with the boy. There's the there's the older black couple that's there. Yeah. And just like right away, you're just like, oh, I'm I'm, I'm in on all these people. And then those goofy it's guys so show up at the end again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those guys are great. Um. I love Insidious 3. I think yeah, it's better good. than Conjuring 2. But Conjuring 2, it just made a fuck ton of money this weekend. Sure. There'll be another one. Yep. I don't think John... I, I think Juan's going to be too busy to direct the next one. But I'm sure he'll produce it. You know what, you know what I hope it happens? I hope that, you know, with Juan and uh, Leigh Wynall, yeah. I think I hope that they start, like, going to the producing level and just start giving... I mean, could you imagine if Adam Wingard got an Insidious movie? Or, like, Ty West got to do a Conjuring movie? Those guys yeah. would fucking crush it. With Lee and, and, uh, and James like, kind of over, overseeing it. I feel like Ty West is actively trying to break his mold of the horror f- guy. Or just, yeah, but he still doesn't mean um, he's still going to make a good one. No, I think, he would, I think he would. I just don't think he would want to, is what I'm saying. But what's, what's the next one? The, the Valley of Violence? In the, in the Valley of Violence, which I missed the screening of last week. I'm really oh, pissed. I, see um, I hear it's not that great. It's play, played Music Box. And, uh, really? Keon and a few other people were like, you know, it's one of those movies that, like, the crowd loved it, but, like, all the reviews are like it's kind of hollow and like mm, imitation sort of deal, nice. but uh, I'll give it a shot. Of course, I'm excited about it. Still, would love to have Ty on um, the podcast. Oh, yeah, I would love to. So when uh, when uh, that guy's doing press, I know a friend who when bowls with press, him. You're gonna call him. Yeah, you're I gonna will. call him and talk to him. I yes. should. I should. Um, but yeah, I don't know what else to say about Conjuring Two. It was, it was exactly what I expected, and like it was fine. Uh, it, the script has moments that are just like overly sentimental and just don't work it's just like with the warrens like relationship or something yeah because they're really not the focal point of the movie at all um and then there's some really lazy like the third act resolution Mm -hmm. is just so lazy but in a horror movie i'm pretty forgiving um so conjuring 2 recommended if you're into the conjuring and those kind of horror movies yo dog gods of egypt joe saw gods of egypt you're right it's pretty awesome i was right yeah hey mo what'd you think of gods of egypt It was fun. horrible, but it was fun. Yeah, that's I mean, about right. It is insane. The, it's pure. It's insanity. It's on pure. Film. Yeah, it's it's just pure cinema, and I loved it. Yeah, like I, mean, I was so engaged from like the opening, just like the the myth of the storytelling. Alex, I was like, oh, I'm so Alex Proyas, correct? Yeah. He did. Who did the Crow? Dark City. Who did Dark City? One of my favorite movies. And since then, he's been kind of like on a on a, on a losing streak. He did Knowing with yeah, Nick Cage. Did not care for that. He did. Um, he did I Robot. Oh yeah, which was like a mainstream success. That was like but really not, a huge success. But I mean, yeah. like, has anyone? Seen, I mean, have you ever seen that movie? Come on. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. He's he, done a lot of like shorts in just, between. Yeah, and, and he does like he does huge blockbusters that take him like five years to make. Yeah, and I think Gods of Egypt 
God, bl- I, I just love that it exists. Because there's, there's no reason it should exist. It took, exists. like, again, everyone knows, and I am very adamant about this, I will not watch a movie that I think is bad to, like, laugh at or I guess I'm, like, perverse joy. Oh, I hate that. I hate that so I hate much. That. I hate people are like, oh, yeah, we'll watch, let's just watch this stupid movie. It's so bad. We'll have a laugh. I fucking hate that mentality so much. So I avoided this because I was like, well, that looks terrible, so I'm not going to see it. Had a long flight, saw it on Google Play or whatever for like two bucks. I'm like, ah, oh, fucking fine. I'll just, I'll watch it, you know, whatever. You read the Wi-Fi on the plane? No, I, I, I was able to download it. Mm. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. Come, Come on. on, dude. Keep up. Uh, like it buffers and then get I it. I got it. I've yeah. done it before. Um, <laughs> so I watch it and you're right. Like five minutes into it, I'm like, this is actually like highly entertaining. Like, listen to me. It's a stupid movie. It's a dumb premise. But it's it, so it commits to it. It yes. commits to its the idiocy. Commit to yeah. its insanity, where most movies are like ruined because of like excessive CGI and like everybody's saying a smartass comment and really long like fight scenes when you have no idea what's going on. It takes all those things and just like amps it up so much. It's just like this is so crazy. It's awesome and it's beautiful. It's it looks it incredible. I'm so glad I, I saw so it in cool theaters. In it. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish I saw it in theaters too. So seeing it, I'm not saying it's a good story movie or well acted movie, but it is like a feast for the senses. Yeah, I loved it. It's not. I'm gonna buy the Blu-ray when it's like ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I'll work. actually recommend Gods of Egypt. I never said I th- thought I'd say that. I highly recommend Gods of Egypt. Um, do, what else you, did I see? Yeah, what else? You, uh, I saw a lot of shit. Um, what else? I'll skip a lot of stuff. I yeah. saw a quickly sh- uh, Greek movie called Cheval- Chevalier. Never heard Chevalier. of it. I don't know how to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically a dick measuring contest set to film. It's like eight guys on a boat who like are trying to win a contest that they make up where it's like, who's the best man? Who's the best person overall? Right. We're going to judge every aspect of your being. Like no matter what, every single thing, like the food you make, like a comment you do, it's all just, they're ranking each other the whole time. It's just a right. comedy. Very funny. Dark Greek comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, I caught up with season four of Banshee. I watched all of it. Do I got to watch that show? Yes. Fuck, yes, you do. Season four, not the best. Kind of a weird final season where like they jump they jump in time and like try and wrap a bunch of shit up. Mm-hmm. Didn't love the final season. Still watched every episode uh, and was excited to watch the next one. Okay. I'm kind of very bummed it's over. But uh, the first few seasons of Banshee... How Ban- many seasons? Four. Banshee is the craziest show on television. Really? It's uh, the most violent thing you'll see. There's the most sex you'll see. It's just like a feast for the senses as well. Okay. Um, I'd call it a guilty pleasure in that it's definitely dumb. The premise is a guy, basically a criminal is released from prison in the pilot. Uh He shows up in a small town. It's like an Amish town. Uh And while he's at this bar, he's at the bar with the the sheriff. He just introduces himself. Hey, I'm the new sheriff in town. I had just got here. Stop at this bar. I haven't even gone to the town yet. And while they're there, uh, the sheriff gets killed and this criminal takes okay. his fucking badge nice. and becomes the sheriff of this town and is a criminal. That's a good plot for It's show. amazing. It's it's produced by Alan Ball who did like True Blood and Six Feet Under. Yeah. Um, I can't recommend it enough. Watch Banshee on Cinemax. Okay. Next. Pop star. Andy Samberg. Yeah, I want to see that. Dude. Uh, I, I, so funny. My acquaintance Chris Redd so is in funny. that film and he's oh, yeah? always... Super funny stand-up and just a really nice guy. Who did, did you, do you know who he plays? Uh, some friend. I mean, just like one of his crew. He's a black guy. If that helps. Okay. There's uh, like a couple. He's of like, black guys like if I looked at it, like if I'm, if I looked at the, the I credit, think he's one of his posse. Yeah, I know if exactly. I, who if he is, I looked actually. at the credit properly, he's like fifth or sixth build in it. Like, I think it's well, like yeah, because it's very much like a you know three-hander, two-hander. Yeah. Um, he's great. Yeah, he's really funny. So when he's, this is the funniest yeah. movie I've seen, funniest studio comedy in years. Really? Um, 
funniest mock it's very christopher guest it seems it's like it is very uh, spinal tappy it plays on all of their strengths the lonely island strengths it's it's perfect awesome songs it, yep. funny pop culture related songs that's the other thing andy samberg acting in a, in a role where he gets to be as silly. um silly and also um not alpha but he's the best when he's like when he plays a character he's like i'm the Pompous, best guy in the world yeah. but he's also like the dumbest guy yeah yeah oh that's the beauty of it is that like the songs the movie works so well because they commit once again the commitment to it. Yeah. Like the songs are such, like they're pop songs. Like you hear these on the radio, and if you didn't hear the lyrics, you wouldn't bat an eye. You'd be like, these yeah. are pop songs. Yeah. So the I fact they, that they, I they got some dollars to get some real producers. Oh yeah, they're super good. And like all the pop songs in the movie, not only are they hysterical, but like you'd listen. Like I want to listen to them. Like I'm okay. Got them stuck in my head. Can't um, wait. So go see Pop Star. It's tanking miserably. Is it really? Yeah, they it's didn't. Like they every, had it's like everyone's no hyping about confidence it. in it. They didn't. It was in like 2,500 theaters instead of 4,000. Oh. It didn't have a real marketing budget. I think I'm, I tweeted months ago that I'm surprised Universal even made it because they made Walk Hard, which was a huge bomb financially, but people love it now. So maybe they're just banking on like this movie will be beloved, which it will be. People are going to love this Everyone movie. Everyone I know has seen has been like, this is one of the it's best It's hysterical. I'm yeah. going to buy it when it comes out. Can't also. wait to see it. Um, ooh, I went and saw this movie I heard so much about, a uh, South Korean horror movie called The Wailing. Yeah. Didn't know anything about it. It's fucking two and a half hours. I was led to believe it's some masterpiece. It's it was interesting. I'm glad I saw it. Mm -hmm. There's like maybe a there's a handful of like sequences that stand out to me in my head that I'm like, wow, that was incredible. But overall, just a all over the place movie. Uh, the plot is basically uh, in the South Korean town. Mm -hmm. um, people start committing crimes that are clearly not their like they didn't like this person. Like, this son never would have killed his parents, but he killed his parents. Like, mm -hmm. why? What happened? And, like, they're all, like, possessed by something, and you don't know what. Um, and it, it's, like, it's in a South Korean town, and, like, it all, they all trace it back. There must be some, like, political shit I'm not quite understanding, that, like, an allegory behind it. Because, like, there's one Japanese man in the town, mm -hmm. and they all blame it on him, and it is him. It's just, like, kind of weird. Like, this guy has, like, he's, like, vampire red eyes, and, like, people okay. keep having visions of him. And when you see him, that's when you're going to start becoming possessed by him. Uh, it's very complicated. The detective who we were following the whole movie—it's kind of like a police detective yarn it's style the dude from, of horror uh, movie. It's, it's, it's the same guy that I saw the Devil in Old Boy, right? No. Or the same actor? No. Oh, the actor? Am Maybe. I, am I just racist? You're you're just racist, okay, I think. Cool. Um, but the director's famous. He did The Chaser and like That's Yellow. That's The Chaser. Yeah, Yellow the action sea. movie and Yellow Sea. Yellow Sea was excellent. Yeah, yeah. People love Chaser, that shit. Yeah. Um, this it's just a little much. It's all over the place. There are it's like so basically the detective. His daughter gets possessed by this guy, and then he's just trying to figure out why and how. And like, there, there's a shaman gets involved, and like, just the shaman sequences are my favorite. Um, just really vivid imagery mm -hmm. and loud. And okay, I have to sneeze. <laughs> Ooh, exclusive sneeze on the New Flesh podcast. Uh, Beyonce sneezed at a show, and it became headlines yes, for the so past week. Yeah, because so people are you're going to see my headline: Brett sneezed on the podcast. Yeah. Um, what else I do? Oh, huge, <laughs> huge week. Achoo. Huge week for me. What do you got? I saw Independence Day for the first time. Oh, yeah. What the fuck's wrong with you, man? How have you never <laughs> seen that movie before? Everyone has those those blind spots where, like, there's a movie that they've just that everybody's seen that we no one's seen. seen. Um, so? I didn't see it. What'd you think of Independence Day, Brett Arnold? It was good. It, yeah. it wasn't, like... I mean, looking back, you know, you it's very how, dated. Yeah, how in, but how much... Everyone lost their fucking mind when it was the perfect post-Jurassic like Jurassic Park blockbuster, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. all of that era. Mm -hmm. It was very 90s. Um, my favorite part... 
uh, when the dog, remember the dog yeah. in the tunnel? Yeah, yeah, The yeah. dog Just jumps like, through the uh, fire. Uh, jumps out of, the, out of the way of the explosion. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. I literally screamed at my TV. I was yeah. so excited. Yeah. And then Will Smith, when he downs that UFO and like punches. Welcome the, to Earth, bitch. He says two catchphrases. What does it say? He punches it in the face. He says, welcome to Earth. Yeah. And then he lights a cigar and he goes, talk about a close encounter. Yeah fucking amazing yeah it's great what a great movie yeah it's great in that um so i will go see independence day 2 i'm prepared now comes out next week i think or something randy Um, quaid dennis quaid no randy quaid oh randy quaid yeah um i oh brian de palma retrospective has been happening i know i wanted to go see him talk before and see drastic i haven't seen him talk but i've been reading every goddamn interview he's done this week (laughs) oh he's just great he's just like i want to know everything so i just have been reading business insider did a great one jason uh jason grassio talked who do you oh he talked about what uh like in person Studio or the system. Um, uh, in person at Metrograph. Nice. I, I, I looked at my email recently because I've been like, you know, off from work and stuff. Yeah. I had an email where I could have gone and interviewed Brian De Palma. You're such an idiot. I know. I mean, you're really fucking blown us. We could have yeah. Brian De Palma on the pot. Yeah. I think so. You're such a fucking idiot. I, I mean, cannot believe. It's Do you not imagine like the they... podcast with Brian De Palma? You just call him for five minutes. I know. Hey. Oh, oh, it was at Metrograph. I could have like, gone there and sat I know. With him. And like recorded. Oh, fuck I know. you, I know. you idiot. I know. I know. But you know, there's no guarantee they would have let me in. But from but from who else did? They would have. Everyone I know did it. God fucking damn it! Yeah. You really blew that. Yeah. You could have had a fucking Brian De Palma on the podcast. Yeah. It'll You're never so, happen oh, again. God damn it! Joe is so mad. Why don't you check your email? I was off. But it's on your phone. I didn't have it, but I turned it off my phone. Bullshit, you I, turned it off. You I don't, don't check your fucking phone. You know, you buried. What are, you, what are you opening for me right now? The mail app. I don't have anything. Yeah, yeah go back into your inboxes. I don't have any. They what do I got there? This is my old BI one. None of it works. I don't use my mail app. I wonder. Well, you fucking blew it, man. I don't know what to tell you. You got it 24 7. I, I got to assure you, if I got the email when I was in Portland, I would have been like, yes. Yeah. Or I would afford it to you. Go talk to this guy. Well. Uh, bygones right. be bygones. No, okay, so so let's go. Let's, let's do the list right now. We missed out on Goodman. We missed out on <laughs> Brian De Palma. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Fucking god damn it! I'm so pissed you blew that. Yeah. How about you fucking t- do something? Well, my ass isn't on <laughs> fucking the uh, the interview list or whatever because I don't write fucking interviews for a living. Yeah, that you was. Do. I'm on A24's list. I should have realized. Um. Oh, anyway. What? Anyway. Anyway. It's okay. What would we fucking would have talked to him about? Everyone. Who gives a shit? People are like, you guys fucking talked to Brian De Palma and I have to hear this episode. Yeah. Higher downloads. <laughs> what the fuck did we talk about at the beginning of this fucking thing? Rate and review the podcast. Why? Some more people listen to it. Yeah. So Brian De Palma sends his regards to the pod. Thanks. Huge, Thanks, huge Brian. Huge fan. Um, so I've seen, I saw The Untouchables. Yes. Very good. Um, Such a cool Nitty, movie. Baby, Frank Nitty. Such a cool movie Um, because I think everyone was expecting it to be like in the vein of like the Scorsese style of Hell gangster no, movies. Dude. And he made like a 1920s gangster movie. And it's fucking fascinating. My, and just like uh, the yeah. soundtrack, yeah. Ennio Morricone, it's fucking great. There's a scene in there, my friends and I, we joked about this for years. We watched a movie, probably like still in high school. And it's a part where uh, where Sean Connery, who plays like the most Irishy Irish guy of all time in the movie, he walks up to some guy in a bar that he wants to talk about, basically like, you know, give him some business about something. He goes, hey, why don't we step outside and have a little conversation? They walk outside and they start fist fighting. Yeah. And my buddy and I started laughing about that. So then we started from that point on calling fist fights, fights cool. Irish conversations. <laughs> so they want to step outside for an Irish conversation, <laughs> which is code for let's fight. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's funny. I enjoy that. Irish conversation. Um, fight. I also Oh watched... my God, Frank Nitty in that, like, you know what I love about that movie? It's amazing, and it couldn't be more historically inaccurate. There's no yeah. fucking way Frank Nitty was like, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You could do, pig. Your friend screamed while I was killing him, pig. Yeah, it's really <laughs> intense. Like, like that, that yeah. actor, though, it's like, 
Did, were people even like this back then? <laughs> How is this guy anything? Yeah. What's your read on the yeah. on the era? Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> it was great. Oh my god! And fucking how they introduce uh, was it Andy Garcia is amazing in that. Oh, I love. I would just I texted Keon. I was watching when they go it. his when introduction. They, when they go amazing. to the, when they go to the, the shooting yeah. the police academy and everyone's like 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 timidly like why do the you want yeah. and then they scroll down to the end and he has like in his ba- like in the back of his pants he's kind of like like doing like this warming up and he's like pulls it out and like shoots like and like oh yeah my and god, then they so uh, funny. Sean Connery. Is such a dick to him. Yeah, Sean Connery's a... Uh, because he's Italian. He starts being a dick because he's Italian, and then, and then Gandy Garcia pulls a gun and she puts it in his face, and then he goes, I like this guy, and yeah, then yeah. they recruit him. I, Garcia's amazing in it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, everyone's great in it. Great movie. The that's, that's, that's where uh, De Niro's famous uh, baseball bat scene, where he beats yeah, the, the guy's shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the guy's like, oh, you guys like baseball? And, and he <laughs> beats the fuck out of his head at the table, and everyone's just like, oh, God. It's it's Peak De Palma. It's, it's awesome. It's pretty good. And ludicrous. I don't think it's my favorite diploma, but it's, it's quite good. What's your favorite? Scarface? Are you no, a rapper? No, 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 no. My favorite is probably like, you know, uh, Body Double or like Body Dressed really to Kills. Yeah, great. those two are really good. Um, I also watched his most recent one, which I hadn't seen yet. Passion. I never with, heard of it. It's on Netflix. Naomi Watts. Yeah. And Numi Rapace, who's in Prometheus. I watched two movies with, with Numi Rapace this week. How was Passions? So good. Really? I fucking love it. I haven't heard of it. It's there's this one sequence. Make a note of it. Yeah. Um very De Palma. It's a split screen sequence. So it's a it's a split scissor sex scene? Uh no. The half of it is a is a is a ballet. Uh Afternoon of the Fawn, I think it's called. Passions. Um Passion. No S Passion. at the end. Um so half of the screen is a ballet where the, the actors or the performers are breaking the fourth wall and just staring at the camera. Okay, while they're dancing. And, and the other scene is like a murder happen, like classic De Palma show. Oh, I love that. It's, I was transfixed. I oh, was, great. I was blown away. Okay. Passion is very good. It's, um, is it his first movie he's made outside of the studio system? It may be. It's his first or second because he won't make movies in America anymore. Why not? Too Mission to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> what did he mean, Mission to Mars? He, that was his. He, that was his final straw. He had. That was his final like. Just wants to be outside. Go read any interview he did this week. Yeah, he just will say, "Fuck the studio system." How many blah, movies blah. has he made since? Because Mission to Mars is two thousand. He hasn't made many. He made what like? When's Femme Fatale and all that shit? When was that? Was that before? Well, that was like a. a that was a, an my, awesome movie too. That was a. Uh, uh, what's her face? Um, Rebecca Romaine and, and uh, uh, the, the B guy, isn't it? Yeah, the the nasal next B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Yeah. Um, was that good, dude? The last movie he did before Passion was Redacted, which is known as his worst movie. Brett Redacted. Brett Redacted. Uh-huh. The Iraq War. Is it like a Ramones thing where like you're like you're like uh, you're, you're Brett Redacted? Yeah. Like Joey Ramone and Johnny Ramone, Brett Redacted, because you love that movie so much. Yeah, exactly. No, no one likes that movie. What did you think of it? Um. I don't remember. I saw it the year it came out, and I don't remember it, so it wasn't mm. that good. Um, the Black Dahlia, people hated, too. 2006. Um, Femme Fatale, 2002, and Mission to Mars, 2000. 2000. So, Femme Fatale, I guess it was studio-produced. But anyway, n- the p- p- uh, Passion is very much like a French production, right. and it looks different. So, you think different. he's pulling a... Uh, pulling a uh, Polanski. A p- Polanski but, but minus ass rape? Yeah, Polanski minus child Ch- sex. Uh, uh, underage ass rape. Yeah, Okay. you monster. Me um, or him? Both. What I do? Mostly him. I I'm guess. just relaying his crimes. I didn't commit them. Um, I can't recommend Passion enough, though, man. You should watch it mm-hmm. like, as soon as possible. Okay. Um, I'm going to go tonight and see The Fury at 9.30, which is a horror movie that Brian De Palma did. Have fun. Thank you. Um, oh, I still have stuff to talk about. I saw... Just just, just hit the list and I'll tell you which ones I want to hear. Well, about. I got one more, basically. Oh, okay. I saw... They sh- they're showing Michael Mann's Ali in theaters this week. I don't want to talk about Ali. Um, uh, that movie's... I hate biopics... Great movie. Biopics. Biopics. I said I did it again. Um, Biopic, everyone. Yeah, it was like okay. myopic. I thought Ali was fine. I like. I didn't think anything of it at the time. I'm watching it again. 
um, with the three people that were in the theater, including Bill Jaberry. Who's that? Uh, great rev- critic for the Village I just didn't Voice. care for Ali because it was like, oh, look at Will Smith's fucking bid to it, get an Oscar. That's yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, Both it him was, and Jamie Foxx. That's what... It's just them just being like... Just doing like I these found the movie interesting. But yeah, I didn't find his performance great. I thought it was a weird impression of uh, it's acting with a capital A, as you call yes. it. Yes, I something. mean Muhammad Ali is incredible, and it's a yeah. shame that he died. But, but it's just like I don't want to watch Will Smith, arguably one of the most like pompous human beings alive. Let me explain. Be like, hey, give me my Oscar because I'm doing an impression sure. of this famous. I don't guy. like the imp- I don't like his performance. I think the movie it's Michael Mann doesn't make bad movies. I think it's a great movie. I think the reason why it's good and not like other biopics is mm-hmm. because as a lot of the good ones do, it focuses on a specific period. It's like 64 to 74 instead of like, let's see in his entire life from birth. So the fact that it's so focused on that and like, you know, his conversion to Islam and like uh, his almost going to jail for draft dodging and shit like that. I I thought thought he did go to jail for draft dodging. uh, He was, they just took away. He had five year sentence and he was like on, you know, he was out and he was never in and he was actively fighting it. And apparently the way the movie presents it, he never actually went. But they definitely took his, his uh, title He couldn't away. box. They took his he title took away. his license away. He couldn't even, yeah, he couldn't do anything right. for years. It was devastating. Uh, good movie. No, though. it wasn't. Then he fucking gets, gets back and yeah, then he's fine. the champ. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's, like, it's like five a happy years, ending. but yeah, I mean. Um, another thing I wrote down that should have done in What Did We Do This Week. Um, I went to a show in Brooklyn that this guy I vaguely know from the internet uh, puts on. It's called First Comes Love. It just became a earwolf just bought it mm-hmm. for a podcast or howl did i guess mm-hmm. um the, it's a great premise for a comedy show what he does is is he commissions he puts an ad on craigslist saying he needs adult film writers like porn writers mm-hmm. and to send him like a five-page sample and i said the first time he did it he got like thousands within a day so mm-hmm. what he does is he hires comedians and actors to act them out on stage so fucking funny and it doesn't sound funny it all sounds stupid Joe is an asshole. Uh, listen to First Comes Love on Howl. You can go see it. It's touring. I just saw it in Brooklyn, and it was the most fun I've had in a long time. It was very fun. Damn, dude. You live in empty I got life. pulled on stage. Oh, did you get to do a bit? I, was a, I did a bit. I was a Secret Service agent during Hillary porn. Uh, it was very cool. Good. It was very cool. All right. There you go. That's what we watched. And that's the How long have pieces. we been potting? Like oh, three hours? This is like a, just hit an hour. Wow. So we're going to take a quick break here, and we're going to be back and talk about Prometheus. civilizations that were separated by centuries and yet this same pictogram was discovered in every one of them they're smiling i think they want us to come and find them we're all here because of a map you two kids found in a cave not a map an invitation from whom i were back oh man brett arnold Joe so you didn't care for Prometheus the first time you saw it back in 2012. It maybe. was, I remember it vividly. It was the week it was coming out. I was a projectionist at the time. Mm-hmm. I I think we were digital then. So I think I just set myself up for a little private screening the night before it was supposed to come out. Oh, good for you. Yep. And I was livid. Why? I don't know. I just walked out of that movie pissed off. I didn't, it wasn't what I expected. I don't know what I expected. I don't remember what it was marketed as. I think everyone expected to see like where the aliens came. I think everyone wanted a straight alien prequel, and yeah. it, it was not that. What it is is... <laughs> it's almost like his explanation of how the uni- why the universe it's, exists. It's a creation myth movie yeah. that is conflated with the alien story. Yeah, the alien's like in the mix. So it's almost like secondary. 
but and, and as it, a sci-fi movie yeah. about creation and like just dealing with these general themes, I thought it was brilliant this time. Yeah, or I guess like my feeling of it watching a second time was it's like about the beings that created the universe and therefore man, but also besides being able to create the universe and human beings, they're also to create other things like, for instance, terrifying aliens. And when they get to like where they were, where they were stationed before they were mysteriously killed, uh, when they find their ship, it's kind of like they they could do one of two things almost. You know what I mean? It's like they made yeah. humans, but they also made aliens. And in this case, they have made something that is taking over and going to kill them and then go to uh, Earth and kill Earth or destroy Earth. Well, let's talk about what the movie's actually about. I mean, was, I, was I wrong? Was no, I... you nailed it. Oh, great. I just want to get... Go ahead. It's like so convoluted, I think. I just want to like... So it opens... So real quick, I'm going to say that I do like this movie after seeing it a second time, but it will say... I have a problem with any movie that is like homework in the sense of like what I just said there and like the concepts and stuff like that. I had to spend years afterwards like reading things and talking to people about it to understand what it's about and go back in and read it. I don't I don't feel that everything you need to know about what this movie is about is contained in the movie. And therefore, I will not say it's a great movie. I'll just say it's a pretty good movie. Okay, that's probably why I didn't respond to it the first time. Yeah. Because now, after having, I don't know, not even just like, I don't like I research Prometheus that much. It's just Prometheus like, has been I around. know, it's been around. No, that guy at the beginning is engineering. He's he's drinking that stuff that brings life and when he falls into water, well, it that's brings death. Or whatever. No, yeah. well, no, well, he... The black stuff that like create, it, it ch- fundamentally changes the, the structure of molecules. Right, and, and he jumped like, into yeah. the water and then we as life eventually came out of the water because yeah. he was on Earth. He watches the spaceship leave as he sacrifices himself to bring life to that planet, yeah. this planet. Yeah. That's what that means. Yeah. You would have never gotten that. Right. It wasn't like... And like, you have to know the myth of Prometheus. That helps in explaining the movie. What like, Prometheus, that? you know, the demigod who gave humans the power of fire, and then the gods... And then, like, you know, not, giving humans fire wasn't just, like, giving them fire. It was, like, teach a man to fish. You know, whatever. Yeah. They have fire forever. They can do a ton evolving of shit with them, it. Basically. Evolving them, And then Prometheus was... Uh, sentenced by the gods to have his entrails picked out by eagles for eternity. Every Jesus. every day it would restart again. Ouch. Would, yeah. So th- it's a, <laughs> the movie conflates a lot of that myth. It just mm-hmm. like it wants to ask these huge questions. I mean, in the same sense that it like, has like a two thousand and one vibe to it, where it's like this movie claims to be this might be the beginning and yeah. therefore the end of of uh, human existence. I listened to the commentary with Ridley Scott, which was h- hilarious. Why? Because just hearing him. Uh, a the the self satisfaction with some of the shit, yeah. just like oh this was brilliant. Like he kept there was one part where you know okay you know the, the is he saying he's brilliant? Or yeah yeah he's saying he's brilliant. brilliant. Oh, no it's very specifically him. I like the, because here's my brilliant. Uh, you know idea you know the, the red balls that like they throw up in the air and they scan the area. Yeah those things are awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Really Scott was like that's his baby and he was like talking about how he like the someone on they were saying how it wasn't gonna work and he was like fuck off it's gonna work it's not gonna work technology wise yeah I don't know I don't even remember like what it was but he just basically was like multiple times during the commentary he was like yeah they I had this idea and this is it on screen it looks fucking great and I had to go through so many hoops to get it and he was like even as a director yeah he he said this he goes it's Ridley Scott he goes who's telling him no that's what I'm saying the fuck's like he he couldn't believe that he was like um, I've made 17 fucking movies. Why are the... Yeah, you think they'd leave me the fuck alone? Including Gladiator. Yeah. He said, you'd think they'd leave me alone, but they don't. He's, that's what he said. He said, yeah. like, even now, I'm still dealing with with, with studios. Well, side note, that's something that happened. I remember hearing an interview with Martin Scorsese when Hugo came out. Who? Yeah, and he was like, you know, Hugo didn't happen because he had a hard time raising the funding and it's convincing the studios to make this movie. And I'm like... Martin Scorsese had a hard time getting funding for a movie. For Hugo, wasn't that after he won for like Gangs in New York and stuff? Yeah, but that movie 
it was pretty unmarketable, you know. Like fine, but, yeah. But it's Martin, yeah. Sc- who the fuck's like? Who, no, yeah, find I me the ne- person who's <laughs> like, hey, Scorsese yeah, wants to make no. this movie. Mm, <laughs> sorry, Marty. This is I, I don't see it. Guy who's won like every award and made like had like a two decade streak of making the best movies ever. Yeah. Mm, I don't think I don't see the vision, Marty. But anyway, I digress. Um, so why don't you give us a quick blow by blow of what this movie's about? Okay. What happens? Well, it opens with that scene with the quote-unquote engineer, yeah. which is like a humanoid-looking thing that's not human. Big it's actually pretty intense-looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he that scene, by the way, in the deleted scene version, mm-hmm. there's like eight of them there. Okay, there's a bunch of them, right. and it's like they're all there, but for whatever reason, they cut it all out. Just showed the ship to imply there's more, and then just what? had him also do like it. there's like more there was like than... eight of them there, and they had a whole scene where they're talking about whatever they were doing interesting yeah it's on the it's on the blu-ray that might have helped because when i yeah. first saw this movie i'm like what the fuck was that you can watch it on youtube too um, oh thanks uh but yeah so that's the opening scene is like this guy drinking this like thing this black goo and then he like falls apart and dr- drifts into the ocean the title comes up exactly in the same style as alien where yeah. it's like the word like the lines show up and yeah, then yeah, it kind of fills yeah, in yeah, yeah. which i enjoyed yes yeah, nice, um yeah. i want to point out real quick there and i didn't catch this the first time but this is important and, and again the subtlety helps explain what the fuck's going on in the whole movie so when he drinks the black goo and then starts dissolving and falls into the water they do a zoom in in the water and you see like all of his dna like tur- turning yeah. into dust but then after a while start turning into new dna and, and then eventually like cells and yeah. stuff but yeah. so the second time like oh now i creation yeah. yes exactly the first yeah. time i was just like the fuck was that i was too yeah. busy being like the fuck was that yeah so right away from the time around i was already on board where, yeah, the where Celtics, when i saw that i'm like that makes so much more sense because i was yeah. explained later i'm like what was that guy and i was like oh yeah that's the engineer that's them bringing life to pl- the planet earth i'm like yeah. what are you talking about yeah so that happens and then it cuts to her they're scavenging shit mm-hmm. and they find a like hieroglyphic sort of thing on the wall that's like basically they find a symbol the, the, the aisles aisles the three ball yeah. thing yeah. where it's like they, they see a symbol there that they've seen in Five other places around the world at different times. Yeah. So how the hell? What explains that? The only thing that I could explain that is that Alien they were created yep. created from like the same thing. So then we cut to from the so ship. Three years Prometheus. later, Prometheus has just gotten out of uh, the cryo. The aptly named ship Prometheus. The cryostasis to a planet that the, that is involved in those those dots were a solar system yeah. far away that you could never see from, from the naked eye with earth yeah so they're just like how do they know so the they, solar systems there so, so they, they go there crypto slept for three years and, and they there. find that that little constellation in fact has a sun and a planet with an environment similar to ours yeah so they feel like we think that the aliens that might have started earth life here on earth are from there and this is a map for them to tell us come here by the way that's kind of what uh 2001's about yeah with the, with the black obelisks yeah yeah that's true so they get there. They get there. And I, um, I know the crew. The crew. This fucking this crew. This crew is ragtag in the sense that no one even knows what they're there for. Pretty Typical much. alien. Why are we here? Yeah. So like they give a little presence, little PowerPoint speech. Well, actually, it's really weird. Guy Pierce and old man makeup is 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 Peter Wayland, right? He's Wayland. Yeah, he looks like Jay Edgar. There's no reason Leo to J. hire Edgar. a young Guy Pierce to put on hours of makeup for a ten minutes in a movie. I yeah. don't understand it. Just get another. Get, a, just get really an actual. Weird. Old it was a weird choice. But anyway, so Peter Wayland, Burt Reynolds would have done it for half the money, <laughs> for half via like a weird hologram. He's still like this guy. Peter Wayland is dead allegedly, yeah. And he's like, but if you're seeing this, it means you're on this mission to find life. And like, correct. Uh, these people, uh, Numi Rapace, Numi, Numi Rapace, which I thought it was Numi Rapace, and then listened to the documentary or the commentary, and he not pronounced it correctly. Yes. Um, her and Logan, whatever, Michael, whatever. He looks like Tom Hardy, kind of. It's so. 
funny. Do you think you look like Tom Hardy that. too? Because I was about to pull up my notes. Here's my one of my Prometheus notes. Everyone looks like someone else. <laughs> that one guy with the glasses looked like Jamie Kennedy. And he does look like Jamie that Kennedy. That other guy looked like uh, Tom Hardy. Yeah. And the redheaded guy with the beard, the geologist, the hardcore geologist, <laughs> kind of looks like that guy something. Like Con- Damien Lewis? No, no, no. no. It's, a, it's an MMA fighter. Conor oh, McGregor. yes. The guy with the big eagle tattoo in his chest. He looks just like that guy. I'm moving like everyone looks like someone else in this. Yeah, it's weird. Maybe that has to do. Maybe that's part of it. Who knows? It's to the myth. Uh, yeah. So anyway. um, So... Numi is like a scientist and basically they explain to everyone on the crew, hey, yeah. we found these things. You're here to help find hopefully the, the answer to humanity's greatest question, where mm-hmm. do we come from? And a couple of them are excited, I think. A couple of them are most a couple of them think it's bullshit. They're like, well, why the fuck are we here? This is dumb. Yeah. You spent like I wouldn't have come if I knew it was this. Exactly. They think it's just bullshit. Yeah. And then I gotta, I gotta say real quick. The geologist in this movie, I forget his name, yeah. is the scariest face. His t- face tattoos, yeah. he's terrifying in this. And yeah. he, he's on the ship and he's like, I don't know, fuck this shit. I'm not here to make fucking friends. I'll fu-. He's like so yeah. mean to everyone. Perfect reality show candidate. But it, he's like, not there to make after friends. like 15, 20 minutes of this guy's movie, just basically being like, they're fucking crazy. Fuck. And he just says to somebody, he's like, hey, I'm a fucking geologist. And I was like, this guy's a geologist? Yeah. That this guy was like there to like... I don't like know. Fix the like, yeah, the yeah, yeah, wrench yeah. some shit. Yeah, I don't just because he cause maintenance. He, he was as like uh, hardcore as the uh, first alien. Um, the guys, the uh, what's his name? Um, the old guy and the black guy, William Dean. Uh, yeah, Harry Dean Stanton. Harry Dean Stanton and, and the black guy from was it Law and Order in the Heat of the Night? What was that guy in? I don't I forget. Uh, so bad with names. Those Sorry. two guys, Bishop and uh, yeah. How those guys were like, hey, man, I don't even know. I just work here, man. Yeah. I just don't give a shit, man. I just want my shares. Yeah, I just want my money. You know what the fuck? I'm so... Bl-. Like, he was like that hardcore. But this guy's a geologist. Like, no, and wait, also, when shit year, hits the fan, he's yeah, a pussy. Yeah, by the way, <laughs> in what universe is a guy this hardcore fucking studying fucking rocks? Yeah. None. Yeah, he's, yeah, he gets, he's <laughs> fucking first to go. So they go into this place... That when they go inside, they're just like, "What's going?" It has Earth's atmosphere. In yeah, there, actually, so they they walk in and they take off their inside spacesuits. the ship. It has like a, a breathable inside the ship. You just spoiled it. Whoops. Yeah, that's the inside thing. Inside this enclosure. Inside this enclosure that you don't know what it is. Seriously, they find they yeah. find using this scanning software that they're able to see what the hell happened two thousand years ago when it was last inhabited. Oh yeah, that was a cool thing. Like that the was. holograph. So they see uh, these giant hologram. Alien man-looking things running around like they're running from something. They're running from something, including watching them getting killed or dying in this one outside outside this one room. So they go there and stuff. They find like it's literally like a hologram is playing, like a projection of a hologram is playing. And they're following the hologram, just like watching going down these tunnels. And they see like this one guy got decapitated trying to get in this room as the door is closing. Yeah. So they finally get in there. So David opens the door. We haven't talked about David yet. This movie's basically about David. Yeah. Well, so is David too. David is the android. The movie basically, when you get on the ship, it opens with him. He's watching uh, Numi's dreams i got two things in that yeah first thing yeah everyone's in cryostasis except they were asleep this movie's about david so david goes up to one of the cryostasis tubes that the girl wears that really cool helmet yeah and he wears the helmet to basically watch her dreams yeah and she's having this dream about like she her father father who's patrick wilson patrick wilson (laughs) uh so it's because she has the explorer's spirit her mother's dead so clearly she has like an axe to grind with the world here's my question to you in this reality even though it's 2089 or 91 at this point. So that's not too far in advance. I mean, that's like far enough in the future, but like not crazy far. Brett, there's a device that while you're sleeping, I could put on a helmet and watch your dreams. How is this whole movie not about that? Yeah. That's fucking insane. Yeah. I watched I, them like, wait, that I would watch a spin-off. Well? And yeah. they're kind of like, second of all, 
that device fucking existed, I'd be like, well, I'm sleeping in a safe. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers getting near me in that thing. I don't even watch my fucking dreams. It's crazy. And second of all, and this is a theme in every fucking alien movie, and has never been described in any of them, what, including like humanity this one. versus what are you talking about? Why in every alien Ridley Scott related film, or alien related film, or this movie, why is everyone so mean to robots all the time? Oh, it's so obvious. Are you serious? Why? The whole. Why the fuck? Everyone's a are fucking you asshole. Excuse the, me. In a- if they invented uh, cyborgs or whatever, the aliens walking around, they like knew everything and do whatever you wanted. Wouldn't you be stoked? Be like, hey, go do my dishes. No, I'd listen. be so nice to them. I'd be like, the hey, whole take care of this for me. Technology uh, anxiety, man. It's like it's imbo- It's supposed to, the idea. I think is to embody the thought of these things are going to take over and do our jobs for us. And like the computer's becoming too autonomous. Have you You're going to say that's Have you great. talked to a human being lately? Yeah. We cannot wait for the machines to take over. Yeah, okay. Can't fucking wait. Because you know what? I mean, a machine can walk in and do your job and yeah. guess who gets the paycheck at the end of the week? You! Yeah, but it's going to... That's the whole thing. The whole idea is the anxiety between humans and machine and the... the like, he's almost human. And there's, right. that, there's that scene with the Tom Hardy guy yeah. and him... Where he's like, why are you wearing a spacesuit? Yeah. You don't need to wear a spacesuit. Like, Like, you can't even breathe. And he goes, oh, humans are way more comfortable around. Yeah, he's like, I I have to act like like you. I look like this because it's comfortable to talk to me. Yeah, so it would would ruin the point if I To me, it's the same thing as, like, racism, sexism, bigotry of any sort. It's like, it's like stupid people being like, yeah, you're less than me because I say so. That whole, this whole movie is about the fact that David wants to be, like, a hero and recognized and just wants to be like he believes he can be human and like that's right. I think what the whole point of the movie is I mean he and certainly acts maliciously because he's the one who secretly slips the black goo to Tom Hardy lookalike and that's why that guy he's dies. always if you think about it so he's he behind a- everything in the movie he like sets everything up he opens the doors he does this he does that everything mm. in the movie ties back to him in some way and it's funny because this, this this technology versus humanity is exactly in 2001 with Hal yeah that's what, actually, now I'm gonna think of this movie is like a fucking direct, direct quote from Ridley Scott. What he said? I, I remade two thousand one. I forget what part it was, but he yeah. goes, "This is a bit two thousand one-y." <laughs> That's what he said. Uh, these guys going to the <laughs> furthest reaches of space with a robot that eventually uh, turns on them and tries to kill them is a bit like two thousand one. The thing that that's exactly what it's about. Um, and like I love that. Um, by the way, have you read the book two thousand one? No, I haven't. Fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I usually don't uh, recommend. I don't read too much sci-fi books. And I certainly wouldn't re- recommend a book of a great movie. But yeah, if you don't understand two thousand one, read, read the, the book. book. It's a super fast read. I hate being that guy. Yeah. but it's written at the same time. Yeah. And Arthur C. Clarke. It's one of my favorite books. It's fucking incredible. It's impossible to put down. It makes the whole movie make sense. And after I read it, I rewatched the movie, and I'm like, this might be the most brilliant thing of all time. Nice. Two thousand one. Check it out. I really enjoy that. Um the, the Lawrence of Arabia stuff yeah, yeah. in Prometheus. Which again, what, isn't Lawrence of Arabia sort of like an Avatar sort of movie where it's well, about a guy goes to It's a place story about a guy who enters a world he doesn't fucking and then belong he sides or understand. Because, because they inv- Gaining the respect dating, of the people there. And then he yep. sides with them and then almost teams up with them to stop. Becomes like them. Yeah. Yeah. So this whole movie, the wolves. it's so interesting to watch it with the lens of like yeah. just David trying to be human. And like, it's so and fascinating. And then he kind of sides with the aliens at the end. Yeah. He has to know bringing, I know we're jumping around, he has to know bringing the old man to the engineers at the end has to spell like, and here's where they kill him. The trick with the basi- is not minding it hurts. I know, he had Fucking to, he had it, to basically be taking him in there being like, this is where my overlord, this old man, Mr. Whalen, is going to meet his maker and it's going to kill him and set me free. That's how I got from that. He didn't know that, that, that the alien was going to rip his head off too, but I think his whole thing wasn't like, let me help you. It was more like, I want, I want to take you to your I, demise. No, I think David wants to show everyone that he's superior the whole time and no one 
will give him a satisfaction. Hmm. Even do you remember when he's when Numi Rapace like gets hit by that earth, uh, the sandstorm thing and like flies away and David saves them? Yeah. He does that. He gives him like a thought. He's very like gives him like, yeah, like a thumbs up. A human he's being. very chill about it. Yeah. And then like after that, he doesn't get any praise from anybody. So this is probably what this movie's about. But watching this a second time, there's just so many themes. Like I hate to yes. say, like it's a movie with a lot of themes. This movie is full of like big ideas. I'm gonna be a dumb guy and say yes, it's full of themes. More spe- specifically, it's filled with potential plot points or story points that don't necessarily make sense. In what way? Here's what I'm still confused about. Okay, so what you're saying about David trying to like take over or prove he's human and prove he's better and therefore eliminating the Tom Hardy lookalike by giving him the goo because he turns into an alien. And then, so un- unbeknownst to him, that guy, while he's still drinking, has sex with his girlfriend. Was it his wife? Uh, I don't know. Okay, so he has sex she's with his bar- girl. His baron. And gets her pregnant. Barren girlfriend. And wife. then, like, the next day or, like, yeah, ten, she's, like, ten hours later, he's, like, uh, she does, like, a, a medical scan. She's not feeling good. And David reveals, oh, you're, like, ten months pregnant. No, not ten months. That's not possible. Ten, no. Three months pregnant. She, they me. had sex last night, and the baby's, like, well along. Yeah, he said three months. Yeah. She's, like, that's insane. So she hops into the... And again, there's a bit of a plot point that makes no sense. Well, the, the she, abortion machine? Well, I'll get to that. So yeah. there's a machine in there that's kind of like an all-in-one medical thing. You press a button. You tell them what's wrong with you. You lay in Any it, procedure. And it has the, any Anything. procedure it'll do. Excuse me. Whose thing was that? The, it, the, the plot device? No, whose machine was it? Was it Wayland? What do you mean? It was Wayland? on the lifeboat. No, it was on the lifeboat for who? The, okay, let me back up. What are you talking about? So Charlize Theron. Yes. Is that them? Vickers. And they make a point that there is a section of the ship that's all hers. That's also like a life raft or whatever. Was that part of her room or wasn't? That whole thing was hers. Yes, it was. Oh. It was in hers because they walk in there and they see it. She's like, don't touch that. Yeah, she's like, don't touch it. She's like, oh, there's only three of these in existence. She's like, yeah, yeah, that's mine. Don't touch it. So they establish that this thing is in her like special pod or whatever. And Charlize Theron's character is like, she has a special part of the ship that if push comes to shove, she presses a button that shoots off the ship. And then she just kind of goes away and gets away from things. Like her escape, her personal escape pod. Yeah. Okay. So it's in Charlize Theron's pod. Okay. When this girl who's fearing that something's growing inside of her runs to it and gets in it, she's like, oh, I need you to perform a C-section. It goes, this thing is calibrated for a man. Why is Charlize Theron's personal medical device calibrated for men only? I don't know. Thank you. Now, they could say... Why it specifically says that? I don't remember that. Yeah. Because that's why she doesn't say, give me a cesarean. says, no. She goes, oh, yeah. She has to like put in like a, walk like, it through. Ab- ab- abdominal, this, yeah, yeah, that. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, She walks through it. Like, what, um, and again, like, let's say, for instance, it was. Here's the thing. Let's say, for instance, that it was calibrated for a man or a woman. Yeah. First of all, why does the machine calibrate for only one species? I kind of want to call sense? Keon and ask him about that. So she gets <laughs> in. If she went in and was like, give me a cesarean and still did it, I don't think that would have like lowered the, uh, the intensity of it. So regardless... We, there's, there's something there's something to this movie one of its many themes exactly about so, so what you just said male, about, male about, about the old ang- man about the yeah, old yeah. the old man who spoiler alert spoiler uh, alert Wayland the old man the Waylon's alive and Vickers is his daughter so I mean I Vickers guess I guess Charlie's maybe Waylon was also that was also part of his pod like maybe well, he was the secretly whole, there too wait so wait the pod was there for him then right maybe for both of them well you said it was, he was for male him? well the whole point is well, he's trying to find it, he's trying to find Life. He wants it to was presented. Forever. I'm sorry, but that, that that special pod was presented that it's just hers. So maybe it was I, hers I, and I'm Wayland's. challenging that that I don't remember it being a part of like her space. I thought it I was. just remember it being in the Thomas ship. Okay, so and I watched it two times. I could be wrong on that. Yeah, I don't know. So she gets in it and it pulls out 
the squid monster yeah, that was going to monster. Right. And it's cool. So now they've implied that they've, they've stressed this. Excuse me. I saw this great little map. Hold on. Let me show that you That if you consume this goo, yeah. this Here's light the goo, chart of it, of what happens. What is when, playing right now? Is that your a, phone? No, it's not us. Oh. Um, so... Uh, Alien plus goo. Uh, the the, the yeah. engineering people plus, plus goo. Plus goo equals human race. Yeah. Goo plus human equals monster. Monster plus woman equals squid. And the squid, yeah. squid plus, the, plus the, the, plus engineer the engineer equals, equals the, the fucking alien. xenomorph. Isn't that interesting? That, see, it's interesting, but I look at that and like engineer plus uh, goo equals humans makes sense. Humans plus goo equals monster makes sense. Well, that's, like, then, that's when the, the geologist goes nuts. I know. So, so I'm going I'm to get into that in a second. So this is where it's a little confusing. I'll tell you the elements, and maybe we can figure out where they connect. So she gets the squid pulled out of her. And I'm watching that thinking, okay, if a guy drinks that goo and is in mid-metamorphosis and impregnates a woman, it now, with her, is gestating a new being. A new being. Like a new, like yes. a new evolutionary thing that, it, yes, in fact, that thing. <laughs> yes, is this horrible monster squid-looking thing that's going to kill everything. So, okay, that thing kind of like stays in the ship. They come back to that later. Yeah, she like locks it in the thing, That's right? one yeah. thing. So then, then am I to, huge. I guess, look at this. Am I to imply... Then, wait, when does monster, no, not monster, yeah, because, oh, the guy was a monster, okay, I get it. An engineer. Yeah, an engineer, right? Yeah, These yeah. are engineers, right? No, 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 no. This second one was when, when uh, Tom Hardy lookalike started to become the monster, and uh, and uh, you, uh, yeah. Connor McGregor, uh, he became a monster because he got that uh, goo on him. Remember the, when he comes to the ship and they, they flamethrow him or run over him? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. human. that's human plus goo in, in two different forms. Yeah. It's complicated. It is kind of complicated. Actually, okay. It so makes sense when you look at it. This is yeah. Now I guess this little chart okay, that so then someone made. I guess. Well, look, I'll I'll post this image. What wasn't yeah explained, you had to infer was this black goo. These vases of black goo that these engineers have when they go to a planet that can sustain life. Either they drink it or they leave it there or they put it like this goo. Basically, it is makes, life. It like yeah. quickly makes. How about this? A Extinct life, or life? A, I think a life form that can survive that environment. And sure. that's how they got the human race that time. And this thing was kind of saying like, in this circumstance, it was this crazy squid monster. Because yeah. when we say life, we don't mean like, hi, I'm a nice human being. We just yeah. mean something that can survive that, that environment. Yeah. Which in both cases is this like terrifying monster that can like easily kill humans and therefore engineers. The, the the final xenomorph. Man, this real. thing is fucking two thousand one crazy. It's dense, dude. This is no, like, this is like technically the plot of two thousand. I feel like we sound like slash filmers saying this movie has lots of themes, but like fuck, it's there's so much going on. But it's just, we it could just, talk you know about what? it for weeks. I'll even say it just doesn't. It's just too vague. It's too vague. Um, I, we have we need charts and graphs to understand. This I movie. think I'm at I'm Isn't at a cool? point where I think that's interesting. I guess. Like. A movie that I can revisit every time and like learn something new from—that's interesting to me now. Okay, it's interesting, but I think as a as a normal person goes to see a movie, they could walk up and be like, "Now I got well, Google." That's what that why was I was disappointed I like with it. I think. Yeah. Initially, um, I've watched that movie Primer a couple times recently, just yeah. to kind of get a feel for uh, like indie sci-fi and indie horror because I'm working on a on a thing that's nothing like it, but I just yeah. want to get the feel for like indie horror that's made for like a couple thousand. And then after like that's maybe like the tenth time I've seen that movie, I'm still not clear. Yeah. And. Yeah. It's like, I don't think you're be, supposed to. And people could be like, yeah, yeah, don't. No, here's a chart and here's an explanation. I think like, I shouldn't need an explanation. Yeah. It should make sense in the film. Well, uh, so Prometheus, what interesting thing that Ridley Scott said in the commentary was that basically the whole movie is is an origin of sorts for the scene in Alien where they find the, the space jockey. Right. Right? And that basically 
so the space jockey, if you don't recall, it's the scene in Alien where they find the guy's literal like sitting in the gun guy sitting in the gun thing the with the, the scully face and yeah. his chest burst open. So backing up, yeah, it, it's the ship that they find at the beginning of Alien. Yeah, that it, that they thought, oh, it crashed here. Yeah, and they find like what the hell happened here, and they find a big being with his chest ripped open. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically, the, the way, yeah, So Prometheus ahead. answers these questions, but in a way that really Scott kept calling it clever. He was like, oh, he's so proud. He's like, oh, it's so clever that we. Uh, you know, you think it's like this alien race, but you take off the mask and it's actually just like a humanoid. Yeah. You know? So that's what this movie is kind of doing. He just kind of, I feel like that, you know, back in 1979, you think he fucking thought it was a mask? No. You know? He just didn't think much about it. He, he didn't asked, think anything of it. He asked fucking uh, uh, Giger, like, make something cool. That's the most amazing part. Is yeah. He was. He said himself. He's back ending he said, a meaning into something that an artist made. Really, Scott says, I want it. He made Prometheus because he goes... I, they made four, like three sequels to Alien, and no one talked about the fucking space jockey. He was surprised. He couldn't believe it. That is it. a good point. He couldn't believe it. He was like, I put this one huge mysterious element in it, which if you remember, we talked about Alien, that, 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 that set itself was, they made it. It was yeah. a real place, and it was for one scene. And the studio was appalled that they wanted, he wanted to make, spend all this money for one scene. But he goes, think about that scene. It would be a mag- magnificent if a human walks in and how big it is. And yeah. they did it, and it's great. Yeah. Um, and no one explored it further in any of the sequels. And he was just appalled. It's so, so funny. I, I think it's interesting that he looks at, again, taking, you know, fucking 35, six years yeah. to think about what he made with the first alien movie to go. This spaceship, it wasn't that they, this was just an alien race that got attacked by aliens. That they are, in fact, they made the alien. Yeah. How much longer between this movie, whatever this takes place in 2086, does the alien find it? Or the, in the movie, the alien find it? What year is it in the movie Alien? Is that what you're asking? Alien, yeah. I don't remember. Is it like it out. thousands of no, years No, no, it's not. It's like a few. It's not like a lot. Oh, okay, cool. I think it's close. Is it really just a few? Yeah, let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Keep talking. And in any of these alien universes, at least the first three, if not, the fir- if not all of them, are... Are we as a as a human race like comfortable Alien, with aliens? Aliens twenty one twenty two. So it's a hundred. It's like almost a hundred years later. And aliens is twenty one seventy nine. But let me ask this question: Like an alien, when they make it to the ship and they seem to go, something happened and they find it. Is this a world where we're aware of the existence of aliens and possibly have met other aliens? Like, is there like any chance of like? You know, fucking, I don't know, Chewbacca's running around. Like, well, it doesn't, oh, yeah, it's, it doesn't it's seem species. like it, but the company always is like, the company's always malicious and sending people to these things as if they know. So is, so that, so is, is everyone like, oh my God, it's an alien? Or oh my God, it's a specifically aggressive alien? Yeah, I don't in know. In all of them. I don't know. Like, everyone, yeah. They're never quite clear. People are like, holy shit, that's not a person or a thing from Earth. Or are they like, holy shit, this thing is specifically violent and trying to kill us. Yeah. I just want to... I'm curious if that... I don't know. But whatever. I want to go back to David. David's so interesting. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, Fastbender's just so good He's in a great fucking actor, movie. Yes. Um, just like everything he does, like... Um, Again, I mean, hey, Ridley it, did uh, Ridley Scott did Blade Runner, and that's another like. Uh, is yeah, it? and, and uh, Fassbender watched Blade Runner to prepare, of course, and like said all this shit. <laughs> Give me a fuck. <laughs> like he hadn't seen it anyway. <laughs> but like, but no, you know what I mean? It's just like this. Like, what is the line between human and robot? Yeah, and like the fact that I like the scene where he gives Holloway the uh, the he puts the liquid in his drink and like yeah, yeah. makes them all fucked up. Yeah. Did he know I, what was gonna happen, or he just wanted to see, or he, he just didn't w- give a shit? He wanted to. Didn't doesn't he literally say? I think this gives him the permission to do it. What? He says, "How far are you willing to go to find your answers or something?" And he goes, "As far as it takes, whatever." And I think that gave him license to be like, "All right, well then I'm gonna try this." Yeah, you know, you could have asked him. Yeah, <laughs> will, will you drink this? No. Yeah. 
Oh, I thought you well, went so far. Well, because Dave is trying to impress everyone. He was trying to, for that, yeah. I think that whole thing is he's trying to, his ba- his boss is Wayland, right? By the way. He's th- trying to impress Wayland you wanna, well, funny by thing, doing, funny going thing, as far as it That's can. right, because th- th- that reminds me that when Wayland's hologram shows up to tell everyone the story of like what's going on, yeah. he even starts off to be like, oh, I want to introduce you to my my robot david and david's like like sitting on his chair like oh yeah. my goodness and when he even says like huh oh, david is a sophisticated cyborg who of course has no soul and then Remember it cuts that? back to him all sad right yeah and, and i'm like, just yeah. being like all right dude fucking chill the fuck out yeah. like why would you say that if you watch this movie listeners or joe if you watch it again yeah. watch it from the perspective of david trying to be a human mm. and it's just like so fascinating i was i want to watch it again this week this like when i get home like i'm Real i really like baby. this fucking movie right now yeah okay uh, david your boy um, so the movie ends. Uh, there's a well, the third act is kind of crazy. Um, from like the abortion on, it's weird. Yeah, I put down the the cesarean scene. The cesarean scene is like the most harrowing thing in this movie because it like it rips her open. And she's screaming like staples are shut. It's and really it's also, fucked up. From a screenwriting standpoint, I was always, I'm still annoyed by the fact that like it's introduced and so it's just like so obviously going to come into play like a gun the first act, you know. Yeah, it's gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like hey, introduce an abortion introducing machine in the first an abortion act. machine in the first act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going to happen? So yeah. like it's just so like uh, I rolled my eyes a little bit, but I just I don't know. I want to know all I want to do is like live in this movie now and like cool. ask all the questions. Watch it again. I want you give us a, a Prometheus. I want to know more about episode. the what you said about it being a male machine. It said that's what it says. I know and that I makes think sense. Maybe that if Wayland was on the ship reveal, I didn't think about it just now. That like it must have been his and not yeah, hers. Yeah, must have been his. But like therefore also, he was staying on there with because it was her private quarters. No one could go in. These into. movies have always dealt with like male anxiety of of the body and shit like that. So just I, anxiety I, of the body in general. Yeah. So I'm interested to read more into it and but also i think it uh, deals with man's inherent fear of nature and science and what it doesn't understand because movies are always like they discover something that's far evolved or evolved in a in it outside of like earth yeah because none of these monsters are inherently like mean or evil they're just evolved to kill and reproduce and the best way for them to do that is to kill humans or reproduce inside of them. Yeah. So it's a thing of just being like being af- like it's almost like people like afraid to open the box on sure. things from artificial intelligence to machines making machines. That anxiety of like when this thing's let loose, you can't put it back in the box, and it might spell disaster for all of us. I think Ridley Scott is saying because he deals with this so much when his movies about like aliens and robots and basically sophisticated things that do nothing except exist the way that they're made to exist therefore destroying humans and possibly killing the whole human race or basically like making human ob- obsolete which yeah. is like which is like a fear i mean i'm sure he's a very progressive person but like all these people being like no when you die you go to heaven science is false are basically in a way saying like I'm scared of what technology can bring cuz i'm an idiot yeah. so i want to stop it which is foolish to begin with you can't stop the process you can't stop evolution of science and and if you are therefore in space and you meet an alien that is a sophisticated but you can't stop it from being sophisticated and and possibly killing you if that's what it's bred to do do you think Shirley theron was an android no i don't doesn't uh there's that whole scene where it just it's a weird scene to me idris 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 elba it just knocks it out yeah he fucks her well, the, the but scene they're is... Gonna make a, they're going to make an alien look exactly like a human. Why wouldn't they give it a functioning vagina? <laughs> this, what? That's true, right? Yeah, well, that whole scene, the whole... He says, are you an android? And she goes, my room, five minutes or whatever. And yeah. like, they clearly fucked. But, like, she's so much younger. Like, her dad is Wayland, really? Like, he's so old. She's so young. Homie likes to fuck. Think about it. I don't know. People, there's theories out there. People are like, think she's an android. What happens to her? Doesn't she... Uh, she dies. The ship falls on her at the end. 
That's right. Yeah. And I guess we never go back to see like how she was crushed. And the thing is, this movie ends. Uh, Numi and David are alive, right? She's get, she finds a separate ship. He's like, oh, there's a second one. She gets it and leaves. And David says they could go back. What? Actually, David wants to go back to wherever they're supposed to go. And she says, I want to go further and explore where they came from. Uh, right. Yeah. And then David says, reluctantly almost like, okay. Um, and in the sequel that's coming out, interestingly enough, David's back. Yeah. You know, Numi's not. Yeah. But and from what I read, about them, been another, another potential spoiler that I just read from the same story was like the plot of the alien covenant is them landing on a planet and David's the only inhabitant there or something on the planet. On like wherever they are, that planet that I apparently would be where their engineers are from. Wait, he's just ahead. He's just like, I don't know. It could be several years. I have no idea the plot of this movie, but oh, it's just, wait, yeah. yeah, I'm, so excited! But I'm so excited that Ridley Scott planet. is directing another movie with the word "alien" in the title. It's not okay. Prometheus; it's fucking Alien. So I guess that because the xenomorphs are born now. So I guess, I guess. then if you is can apply, the if the goo in it evolving a species to be advanced, and I'm gonna take a step back, and I want to kiss the human race's ass. But the idea is, if this engineer on Earth at the beginning drinks the goo, and the most evolutionary thing it could do is make human beings, at least for this planet. Fine. Yeah. And then the idea is, if a human being gets the goo, then it, it gives birth to a more evolved thing, that giant squid. Yeah. So then I guess the because the alien is so badass, if the thing evolved from humans, the scary squid thing, and the most evolved thing in the universe, or at least in this area, the engineers uh-huh. both get together, they therefore make the xenomorph, which is, because obviously xenomorph is like almost impossible to kill. Yeah. So it's implying that it is like two to three steps of evolutionary perfection past a human being. Yeah. And that's why it's like, it's just like so sophisticated. I love it. That's what it claims. I, the more I talk about this movie, the more I fucking love it. I'm just, I, I'm I can't believe it. it. I'm so surprised. I mean, I've shit talked this movie for years. I'll put it in the same category as 2001 of saying that like it has big ideas, has big implications for uh, evolution and the alien-human relationship. It's very clever. So yeah, it's just a pretty good movie. But I'll, I'll, I'll just say again, movies shouldn't be homework. Should we, Okay, should we rank this franchise? Oh yeah, so this is the last one in the alien franchise. I think we should rank it. Okay. I'm going to go for... AVP and AVPR at the very bottom. Okay. In yeah. that order, so you're gonna I think. Make, Tied or I guess AVPR is a little better because it's R. I don't know. They're both fucking. I'm gonna trash. put them tied for for last. Okay, first Alien for me. So you go number one. Your favorite is Alien. Alien. Uh huh. Am I gonna be crazy here? Please. Prometheus. Okay, Prometheus number two. Then Aliens. Aliens. And then three, four. And then okay, so then the order. It's an order. Hmm. So I like Alien the most, and Prometheus the second most. I like Aliens a lot, but it's an action movie. I'm the horror guy, and a sci-fi guy. But I gotta be honest. I would rather. W- like I'd watch Prometheus over Aliens. Multiple viewings? No, I think I'd watch Aliens more. So I'm going to go Alien, Aliens, Prometheus, then four, then three, then the Requiems. Oh, excuse me, AVPs. the AVPs. Yeah. Uh, good ranking. I think we did good. I think we did too, good too. I think this was a fun series. Um, I do too. Uh, I, let me pitch something interesting. We were talking earlier about making t-shirts. Why don't we soon... Make, like do it yeah make well we'll do the new flesh t-shirt it's so easy to make i got the logo I'll, I'll the logo's it. beautiful thank take you take away the word the a horror pod or maybe leave it the horror podcast we'll decide we'll, we'll make a cool thing we'll make a few designs and, and vote on them up, or something uh, i, I want to do something where it's like a, a giveaway okay we'll play one or two or three shirts to okay. the listeners i don't know what the giveaway will be like like a like a like a tw- uh something on twitter Okay. I don't know. I'm just thinking this off the top of my head. Okay. I'm hot on shirts. Joe loves shirts. So I want to do like a giveaway. So be on the lookout for the new flesh t-shirt 
giveaway. And a mug. I want a mug, too. Oh, yeah, they got mugs. Black mug. Oh, yo, they got mugs. Mug with our mugs on so it. So we'll do uh, maybe a first place shirt, second place mug. Sounds good? Third place, a shout out. No. <laughs> we'll shout you out for free. That's not worth anything. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll get the giveaway going. I mean, if you guys want, think a shirt would be cool, if you think a mug would be cool, let us know. If you think it's dumb, we won't do it. Oh, you know what episode, Know what we should do? This what? is another thing just off the top of my head. What? I met a guy at a party the other night who wrote a mm-hmm. very long, cords, detailed yeah. piece on Zulowski. Oh, nice. And his, on the Silver Globe in particular. Great. He like researched it heavily. Do you want to have him on the I'm, show? Yeah, I want to have him on. Yeah, I would love that. I, I told I him, I'm like, my podcast co-host just watched it, and I think you guys should talk. Yes, so I would love that. So he was down. Awesome. So I'll find him. Figure Greg it Lewis is his name. Shout it's on Mubi, M-U-B-I.com. No he wrote it for Mubi. Okay. Check it out. Great. So we're going to figure out the, the shirts, Impossible Mug gi- giveaway. Yeah, we'll figure out the shirts. We'll figure out the next episode. So I want the next episode to be a Stephen King episode. So we're going to start some yeah. Stephen King episodes, so maybe we'll choose a couple. Two drastically different ones. How about this? Like, Why don't we like the next Shining week, and something? Next week, let's bring our lists of our favorites and the ones we hate the most. Maybe we'll just do like a, some sort of like loose like ranking. A, we'll talk about it overall, and then we'll dive and then through the it. episode. We'll talk about the ones we want to like watch again and talk about. Okay. Or we could. I think I, I've seen a lot of them, so I got it even better. We'll do a list of our favorites and least favorites. And then we'll put that list online, and then people can vote on which ones we're going to watch. Okay, great. Fan participation. Yeah, because cool. I, want, I want to know if people want to hear us talk I about I feel it. like I'm going to be embarrassed by how many I haven't seen. Maybe I haven't seen some. That's okay. That's okay. okay. I've seen probably all of them. Great. Well, then I'm going to get busy this week and watch a few. All right. This is the new Flash Podcast. Yeah, My this name was is a Joe Avella at Joe Avella on Twitter. My name is Brett Arnold at Brett Redacted on Twitter. You know where that you know where that uh, the rate and review button is. Please hit it. Come on, guys. Please hit it. We want to get noticed by Howl. And change your default search to Yahoo. No, don't do do not do that. <laughs> Soon, Brett's emails will be caught in my spam filter, so I got to check that regularly. This is gonna fucking suck. <laughs> Asshole works a fucking place of free food. Okay, I've gone corporate. Way to go! So thanks for listening. I think we'll be ne- back next week with something Stephen King related. We think we'll be back next week. We don't I mean, know. We'll be back next we week. We may die. It will be Stephen King related. I hope. Thanks for listening, man. Hour forty. We killed it on Fuck this one. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Goodbye. Bye.